This is Kevin Steen, Steen, Steen. And you're listening to... Marking Out! This is... Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome to Marking Out, episode 224. Thank you very much for listening to Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. I am your host, Dave. You can go follow me on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. I am alongside, well, not alongside, but I am here with Brandon. You can go follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how are you doing? I am doing awesome, as always. Thank you for asking. How are you doing? I'm right now suffering from a little bit of deja vu, but <laughs> I'm doing very good, very well. Uh, I, I thought you were going to say suffering from allergies. Yeah, that too. Uh, big time. Had an excellent week back up here in the Albany area and just getting getting you know, settled in for the summer session. How is everything with you going? How was your week? It, it was good. I I tried to straighten my hair yesterday. Oh yeah, how'd that go? Uh I mean I, I straightened my beard, so I mean it didn't really look different, but it was I mean it was longer. Mhm. I can what? tell. Nobody else noticed that my beard was straightened. Did it resemble anything? No. Oh, okay. but I when I straightened my my hair on top of my head uh-huh. Uh, it didn't really work that well. I guess I really don't know how to straighten my hair. Okay. But uh, it, it kind of looked like Michael Hayes' hair. So, uh, where it's like yes. poofy on the sides and as if I was wearing a cowboy hat, but I'm not wearing a cowboy hat. Okay, very interesting. Any plans for uh, Memorial Day? I will be going to Monday Night Raw. Very cool, very cool. You got any plans or no? Me, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about a barbecue or anything like that. Uh, my birthday is actually the day after. Yeah, on still Tuesday. no, still no birthday plans. Um, not really. I mean, maybe I'll get a few people in my uh, class to go out for a night of bowling or something because they have. Uh, it kind of stinks because up here they have dollar bowling nights, but on Long Island they don't have anything like that at all. Yeah, that's like a huge thing that Long Island. Like there's nothing, there's no like nightlife for people who don't want to drink. And I, I don't, I don't get why you don't have dollar bowling night on uh, Long Island. I could, I could only assume that it's rent, but I think that you would be bringing in a good amount of people for dollar bowling night where they would stay with you for long periods of time, as opposed to have charging. Like we went to um, AMC bowling in East Meadow, and. Uh, they charge like $20 or $25 yeah. for uh, – uh, yeah, it was unlimited bowl but for only from like 11 to 1 or something like that. Yeah. Wait, so how does dollar bowling work? Is it dollar per round? Yeah, dollar per game. Yeah. For the entire game is, game is $1. Yeah, that works. I mean, and then – so you you pay $3 for three games as opposed to pl- uh, paying $25 or whatever for three games. Did you you did you change the the games at all when you were playing like the the scoreboard? I I wasn't familiar with it, so I went with classic. I didn't I didn't know what the other one options like. I had I had failed. no I had no idea what they were, and uh, I was going through them, and 
one of them I thought was like dinosaurs, but it turned out to be like elves and wizards. <laughs> so, but it was it was. What what is it? It's just change. Like it's still a game of bowling, right? Yeah, it just changes the the background of the scoreboard and, and okay. And like uh, we started off with a Christmas one. Uh huh. So like every round there was like a different like instead of a strike, it was like a Christmas tree or something. Uh-huh. We were like, what, what does a Christmas tree mean? Does that, does that mean a strike? Is it a spare? That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's the, that's the thing. Like, I thought that maybe it changed up, like, the actual game of bowling. Like, no. maybe it was, like, like, yeah, the we- only thing, the only thing that changed really other than the, the background with the, with what was moving was, uh, one round, the, the names would go on top. Like, if someone was bowling uh-huh. and then they just bowled, their name would move down to the bottom. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So that was it was cooler and easier to kind of keep yeah. up with who's bowling, but um yeah, that I mean that's the only thing I really want to do. Like I'm kind of I feel like I'm out of that entire uh college uh, like how you would go like celebrate drinking and everything with right, your grad. It's because you're turning 50 this year. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, I'm t- I'm turning 30 and I'm like I just I don't care to go out and get trashed or anything like that. I just want to go out with a few good people and have fun. Like, <laughs> a few good people, yeah, I, a few, few few friends, like and just like it's like fine. I'll go out with a few good people and then that one person that's not a good person. Yeah, <laughs> nah, but that's that's really all I want is just to go out bowling and maybe uh, grab a bite to eat or even just eat there. I I don't care, dude. Why don't you go to Cracker Barrel? Nah. Why nah? How far are you from Cracker Barrel? E? I'm like 10 minutes away from Cracker Barrel. So? I mean... I think you get a free dessert on your birthday. I think you... Yeah, that's true. You do. I was impressed last time. I, I mean, last time we went for my you birthday. Went on, oh, you went on your birthday. I was going to say, you went on Thanksgiving, the most depressing day to go alone. I went I went there, too, for Thanksgiving. But the meal, it was so cold and disgusting. It's because you were depressing. You were depressing everybody by being there by yourself on Thanksgiving. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, happy Thanksgiving. Oh, we're with our families. Oh, we didn't want to cook a turkey this year. We wanted to go to Cracker Barrel. You're like, I'm just going to Cracker Barrel to find my tail. Yeah, no, that's exactly how it was. They, they were tempted to pick up the entire tab because they felt so bad for me. Which is a story, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's sad because it's true. Um... <laughs> But did, did yeah, the more what I was gonna say. Did you see the good news this week? The good news. Apparently, there's a quick check on Long Island. Remember really? That? Yeah. I I heard. I keep on seeing about things being opened on Long Island, like a a Wegman's. Chick, and, I saw a Chick Fil A is coming to yeah, Long Island. Yeah, Chick Fil A. I heard about In and Out Burger. I did not see that. I think I heard about In and Out Burger or one of those uh, big uh, burger chains that aren't. Native to Long Island. I'm not sure. But it's like, it's I don't eat fast food anymore, so I Chick-fil-A, use, man. I would have eaten Chick-fil-A. I would have tried it. I don't know. I, I definitely, I'm interested to try Chick-fil-A. I mean, they have, from what I heard, they have really the best uh, sandwiches. They have a uh, jack-in-the-box. Yeah, I don't know. Or at least that's what BuzzFeed tells me <laughs> on their BuzzFeed YouTube videos. Dude, I, I hate BuzzFeed. Really, I, I, I continue. I'm to them. Listen, I continue to go to BuzzFeed, but I absolutely hate them because their lists are always seem like they're made by girls. 
Like they're, Cosmo. They're, the same people that make up Cosmo lists. I mean, I've never read a Cosmo list, but I'm going to just go ahead and assume yes and agree with you. Nah, I, I've, I've skimmed a few. I mean, I'm then, not, if I'm if you're waiting in a doctor's office, you pick up whatever magazine's there and skim through it. I was about to say, BuzzFeed's not a magazine. No. I, no, I, that's not true. Bring in a, an MP3 player. Nah. I, I, I never I, sit in a doctor's office reading Cosmo. Really? I just, I don't care. I'll pick up People Magazine, U.S. Weekly, whatever. Okay, people, people Magazine is differently. Is different. Differently? I mean, yeah, it's different than Cosmo. People Magazine at least has celebrities that you could look at and enjoy. What is Cosmo Magazine? What is that? Pictures. Of I don't what, know. space and time? Very much. It just occupies the mind yeah, for the okay. meantime when, I, uh, when you're I, sitting there. I dislike you. That, that's impossible. <laughs> um... Yeah, so what else? So How you're turning is, 30. <laughs> are you going to – what? I said so you're turning 30. Yeah, I'm oh, looking forward to it. I can't – I'm looking forward to like kind of getting out of my 20s because I feel like once I hit my 30s, it's time to actually uh, progress with um, life in itself. Like it's you, – you're more moving towards that uh, a career and a family molding and stuff like that as opposed to in your 20s where you're still really learning a lot. Yeah, I mean you're still – people people move towards I mean, all of that in their 20s as well. Yeah, but I mean I mean, in my mind, I, I didn't really expect myself to be married with children or anything in the 20s. I mean – Yeah, well you would, have, you would have expected that in the 90s. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> To, to um, married with children, Joe. Yeah, but so I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to turning thirty. I'm excited for it. I, I, I realistically, I know it's not going to make a difference. I know age is just a number and everything like that. Um, but it should be fun. Were, were you before I said you're turning? I said no. Yeah, okay. Before you said <laughs> you're turning thirty. Before I said you're turning thirty. Uh huh. Geez, off the script this week, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> Were you about to ask me if I was going to bring a sign to Monday Night Raw or no? You aren't going to ask that. Yeah, are you? No, were you going to ask that or no? no? Oh, no. for some reason I thought you were going to, and I almost started laughing. But no, of course I'm not going to bring a sign to Raw. I. How do you feel about that? I feel like a lot less people bring signs to Raw as compared to like Attitude Era. Well, yeah, I said I we've definitely said that on the show before. And I feel like it's like a lost art. And then I mean, also a lot of signs get confiscated these days. Unfortunately, yeah. For whatever reason, I don't know. I still have no idea why Mark and Out sign was confiscated. They they know about us. Yeah, they're like, ah, oh, this guy who can't do it. We Google him. Yeah. I just don't know. Like, sometimes, like, after events, and, and what's the dumbest part is sometimes you see on the internet, like, oh, they deny that they confiscate signs. But there's pictures after events. I took a picture at Barclays Center one time. There were literally, must have been, like, 50 signs that were confiscated. Jeez. And, and I tried to look at them to see, like, this one just says John Cena. This yeah, one, it's this kind one of just says Daniel Bryan is cool or something like that. Yeah, it's very weird how they pick and choose what they're going to be taking because these security guards they really don't. I can't imagine them actually knowing what that's any what, of these mean. That's what I don't understand. Like how what how does a security guard deem a sign unfit to be in the in the arena? Yeah, like I don't get if they if before the event they're like, listen, if you see anything regarding this, 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 and this, take it away. 
I, yeah, I don't, I never, I don't really get that. I would have been crushed as a kid if I brought a sign to an event and they were like, oh, we have to confiscate this. You can't come in with this. That's why people have to learn to just bring in one side with something acceptable and then bring their Sharpie. And then when you get to your seat, that's when you write down what you want on your sign. Right. I mean, or else bring a, a wash, a washboard. An eraser. Like a dry, yeah, a dry, dry erase board. I used to put so much time and effort into my signs. Right? Like, I... You're right? Yeah, I was thinking of <laughs> what sign I was going to say first. I, I remember as a kid, I, I made a Make Me Famous sign, ironically, huh? Really? Yeah. And I had, like, Undertaker drawn on there. I had Kane drawn on there. Like, I photocopied it, and then... So the entire Make Me Famous thing is really about you, huh? <laughs> no, it's, it's about you. You, you. you laugh because it's actually true. No, it's about you. Is it? Yeah. Is so it? I, I mean, I didn't watch wrestling during that time. I brought that um, one once. I brought, I don't know if I still have it. I brought a, a general erection sign to WCW. I brought, when I, the only signs I can remember, I brought Hulkamania sign to uh, WCW. I brought... I don't remember. Oh, I brought a BCW sign, uh, the backyard promotion that we were in. Well, not we as in you and I, but um, I, I think, brought that. I, I think the most disappointing that that I've ever had was at SummerSlam 2002. Well, not the disappointing that I had, but my brother wanted to make a sign, and we made. We knew we were we were sitting in a, a suite. So we made this long sign. It was probably maybe three feet long, two feet long-ish. And it said it said SummerSlam. I drew the logo on and everything. It looked amazing. I drew Brock Lesnar. I drew The Rock. Looked fantastic. And then at the end of the sign, it said like Hulkamania or something. Even mm -hmm. though Hulk Hogan wasn't going to be there. We didn't know uh -huh. at the time that Hogan wasn't going to be there. He was taken out. So that's why, quote unquote, he was taken out by Brock. That's why he wasn't there. But uh -huh. we hung the sign up and we just, we forgot it. It was left in the bowels of that's fine. Nassau Coliseum. And I wish, I still wish I had that sign. Brought the woo woo, you know, it signed. Yeah, but that was made in the parking lot the day of. No, it wasn't. Really? No, yeah. I think we made that well ahead. I think Chris and I drew that out. Which? I remember going the to the WWW. I don't know, man. Oh, that was at the, was that the, that was at the garden. So that one you guys brought. Yeah, that one we brought. Another time when we all went in, oh, you weren't there, I don't think. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't think I you were there. When I think it was when, uh, no, we couldn't have been. I don't know. There was another time where I remember Chris in the parking lot with spray paint, spray painting a sign. Yeah, I think it was another time when you guys were, when you guys went down and sat with Big O and Mr. Ryder. I don't, I don't recall. Yeah, I think it was that time. Like you, you guys all had seats. You, Sal, Chris had seats together. I, yeah, I don't, I don't remember uh, any signs. The best we used to remember, be playing. Well, do you best... remember we were in the parking lot for like 10 hours that day? It yeah, we like, were playing uh, wiffle ball in the parking lot. Yes, I'm pretty sure there was that that Chris spray painted signs then. And I there. don't think so. Yeah, I'm almost certain, and because I, I remember, so. I remember 100. percent I remember seeing spray paint on a board in the parking lot. 
And I wouldn't have done that anywhere else. I don't think so. But that's the best the best activity you can do in the parking lot is play wiffle ball. That's a lot of fun. I mean, not really. You gotta run and almost get dodge cars and stuff and Yeah. Well that's why you get there early enough at NASA Coliseum, which is uh not gonna be there any longer. No, it's still gonna longer. be there. They're just making it smaller, maybe. All right, so then we'll, we'll yeah, get NXT there. They they charge some outrageous prices for parking there. Yeah, they do. Like I remember like, going it, to it's events. Like, it's like what? Because I was gonna say you're wrong. What were you gonna but say? I was gonna go with eighteen, but no. Oh yeah, that's close enough. I mean, it's like it's twenty 12? to thirty. No. Oh, it's that high now. Yeah. I, wow. I remember, dude. I remember going to the Coliseum when parking was like eight bucks or something. Well, that yeah, that's why you have to get there. If you get there a, a few hours ahead of time, like you get there at like four o'clock, yeah. you get there before the gates actually start checking in or anything, and you can park for free. Right. Um, Which is, right. it's like it's so bad. that situation, that parking situation there is awful. I I hate the Nashville Coliseum as much as it's like. Well, that's why they're getting rid of it. I, I mean, that's, that's why they're, they're gonna. It's not why it. they're getting rid of it, but hopefully, once it is Perhaps. redone, hopefully we will get NXT or something there. Even though I probably have no one to go with because nobody around me likes NXT. Yeah, it's trash. NXT. Well, not NXT is trash. <laughs> Master Coliseum is trash. Yeah. Well, All right. Moving so, on to a fan question comment this week from B Mountain B. He says, "Great show as always, guys." With WWE bringing in these former WWE wrestlers to wrestle on NXT, such as Rhino, Brian Kendrick, and on their house show, Tommy Dreamer, who do you think will be next? Also, great seeing Brandon at the movies and how was the Avengers? Follow me on Twitter at MYWC underscore sign guy. Uh, first off, the Avengers was great. Yeah, I, I thought so. You, you, know, you don't sound too sure with that, though. No, no, no. I, I thought it was for sure really good. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, no, no, no. I thought it was great. No, you always say that too. I, I don't, yeah, I don't know. You always say that too. And I'm like, no, I wasn't going to do that. <laughs> Maybe one day. Um, how, how did, what did you think of the Avengers? I thought it was great. <laughs> it was, it was, it was very entertaining. I was a fan. I'm a fan of this entire uh, Avenger storyline that they're going with. And intertwining all the different movies, I'm a big fan of all of that. Uh, what do you think of all of it? It's it's gets the adrenaline pumping. It's good. It's exciting. It's fun to watch. And yeah. it's like normally I, I wouldn't, I would never ever be into comic books or anything. But yeah, I, I was surprised that you actually were into the Shield. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not into comic books at all. But when X Men first came out, we all went. And like we, as in my friends and I, all went and just blown away. I, I I never used to be like an action type of movie fan, but then there's like those like Pirates of the Caribbean, Pirates of the Caribbean. No, Pirates uh, of the Caribbean. I fell asleep in, during one of them. I was I just, it was I'm, awful. I'm hooked with those movies. National Treasure, the first one. Nick Cage. I, I'm a fan of both, but yeah. But uh, what do you think about NXT? Who do you think? First, let me, before you even start, I'm so confused with Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, I, I think I he's just there to really help out, uh, maybe get the name out of House of Hardcore. But I'm 
I could have sworn he was a road agent for TNA. I don't. I don't know what the stance is with that. I don't like, think like so. I think he used to be. Like, I have no idea. Like, when was the last time we saw Dreamer on TNA? I thought it was like recent, but I guess maybe not. Oh, a long time ago. I mean, the most. I well, mean, now I, he has the House of Hardcore on television. Yeah, but I could swear it was somewhat recent. I don't think so. With What's Eric the, Young and Bobby Roode, maybe. I don't know. What's the deal with that TV uh, deal? Are you familiar with it for House it's, of Hardcore? It's in Canada. Oh. On television. But if you have Roku, I think you could purchase the network through Roku. Interesting. And watch it. So if you have Roku, definitely. it was. I think it's the Fighting Network or something. Mm-hmm. Definitely look for that. Look for whatever channel it is and, and watch House of Hardcore because they have amazing matches on there. All right. So now going back to that question. Who do I think and who do you think will uh, be a good past WWE wrestler to come back? I, I, I'm going to go with Chris Masters. I think he may be someone interesting to bring back in. I think he deserves a second chance considering when he did get released, he was, I, I thought, on the top of his game. Um, I would like to see Chris Masters get another shot and potentially do some work with NXT. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be opposed to that at all. Nah. But do I want to see? That's the thing. Like, which do we want to see? Eighties, nineties, two thousands. I want to see realistic. Like someone like I mean, someone like uh, Kendrick Rhino. Someone that actually has potential to make their remake their name in the WWE current modern day. I mean, if you're going... That's the thing. Like, I don't necessarily think it's remaking their name. I think it's just helping make others' names. But, I mean, they're actually winning matches, though. Right. And they're having their own squash matches and stuff like that. Well, just really Rhino. But I wouldn't really toss any 80s wrestlers out there. Because figure they're all pretty much out of their their prime. I mean, that's the thing. I mean... I wouldn't be opposed to Duggan coming back, but that's also like Are you serious, you moral. Not, well, I I really enjoyed him in 2006. I think it was with WWE. All right, but maybe you have all right. I would say maybe. I mean, you're going to be pissed off at this answer, but Carlito. I mean, not pissed off, but you're going to disagree. Yeah, I, I I don't I, I mean, I don't disagree. I don't agree. It's just Carlito never <laughs> I did. I don't agree, but I don't disagree. I don't know. I liked I liked Carlito. Yeah, Shelton Benjamin would like that's right then. That's number one draft pick. Yeah, Shelton Benjamin. Shelton Benjamin is the absolute best professional wrestler of that era. Yeah, one hundred percent. There's no other wrestler above him. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with Shelton Benjamin and Chris Masters. Um, I don't know who I'm, else. I'm, I'm probably John Morrison. Jan Morrison. Yeah, Morrison. Probably just Morrison, Benjamin, Carlito, that little circuit. Yeah. Masters. I can't really think of anybody that's like on a rhino level, like ECW-ish or WCW wrestler that can, can make a comeback. Um, I, I don't – I can't think of anyone. Yeah, from ECW, there's not like – I mean there's no nobody that really is in the same – uh, category as Rhino, where he still has that physique, he still has he still has that like uh, 
um, reputation about him as he is a, a BA. Like he's, you don't want to mess with him. There, there are certain, there are certain people though that you could bring in for NXT if you were gonna have, if you were gonna go certain routes. Like Sabu would be a guy to bring in if you were gonna bring up somebody like a like if if Dean Ambrose was still down in NXT. No, I disagree. Why? If you were gonna mold somebody like Dean Ambrose, you don't mold any. You don't use Sabu for that. Sabu even admits that he barely knows how to wrestle. What are you talking about? When does he ever admit that? In interviews, he's he a, says that he's he's, a, he's an awful wrestler. I don't know about that. Yeah, go listen to him on uh, on I think it was Jericho. He's really he's not good. I disagree with that at all, hundred percent. I think he's awful. We've and had this not, fight before too. I think he is awful. I disagree. And there's no dude. Go watch. He knows it. No. It's nothing. It's not out of left field or anything. He admits it. He knows it. I don't. He's think not he's meant to be a great that. wrestler. I don't think he's ever admitted that. All right. If he's he's, so, had, he's a training. He has. he has an amateur wrestling background. Doesn't matter. But I don't understand how you're what you're saying. He's a uh, terrible Pro wrestler. Is different from amateur wrestler. But I still think he's not a bad wrestler. I think he's a bad pro if, wrestler. If you if you've watched his match, he's not Sid Vicious. If you watch matches of his that aren't all the hardcore ones, rare to then find. Don't have any. Rare to find, but I don't think the ones that aren't are are bad. I disagree. I think he's awful. I don't know. And I, I don't. I don't. You don't want to bring up a Dean Ambrose and still have him do hardcore matches, especially if you're in PG rating, like or even well, no, a, you I'm don't saying, like, if you if you. With. With somebody like Dean Ambrose's current character, how he's like on edge, crazy. I think Sabu would have been somebody. I mean, I don't uh, think so at all. I think that Sabu wouldn't be a good push for anyone. I disagree. All right. I mean, think about it. He botches so much in a match. You have a new. He botches what? What does he botch? Everything. He misses the rope because he jumps off of a chair. You don't do that move. You don't have to do that move. Dude, he's awful. I disagree. He's awful. I 100% disagree. At least, at least you said John Morrison and you agreed with Shelton Benjamin. You're a dick. I disagree 100% with the fact that Sabu can't work a match. I think we should agree on the fact that let's get on to some payback. Yes. WWE Payback took place this past Sunday live from the Royal Farms Arena in Baltimore, Maryland. Um, we had... We had one match announced for the pre-show, that yeah. being the Ascension versus the. First of all, it was originally the Meta Powers. We the we we Meta. Yeah, we didn't have a name for it. WWE aired a promo where they were calling themselves the Meta Powers. That's weird. Mania and Macho Mandow. That for whatever reason, I guess because nobody else was calling them Meta Powers. Got changed to Mega Powers, but that right there is one of those stupid things. Fast Lane or Fast Lane, same thing with the other stuff. But it's like yeah. make a decision, which now they've done. But uh, the pay per view actually kicked off with our Truth defeating Stardust. Yeah, it was actually a really good match. I was surprised by it. Yeah, but I, I don't understand. Like of all the people who didn't have matches on the card, why this? It's like Stardust has just fizzled out yeah and it's kind of weird it's like ever since really uh money in the bank 
Money right? Bank. No, 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 no. Fast what was Fastlane? Yeah, with him versus Goldust. Or is that not what you're gonna say? No, where was he in a ladder match? Money in the Bank. He was in Money in the Bank at WrestleMania. Yeah, I thought you were talking about that, the pay per view. He... No, 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 I don't even think ever since then because then he won. Like he obviously didn't win that match. So yeah, but they I, started I, to fizzle out right after him and Goldust broke up and right. they didn't have their finale. Right. You didn't get any closure with that. That's where they uh, started going downhill with him. Yeah, WrestleMania killed the, the star. wrestling star. Yeah, the star fizzled out. Uh, talking about fizzling out, the Mega Powers 2.0 kind of started to fizzle out thanks to the Ascension. Not really. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're, 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 they were on fire, and then they started to – the Ascension put a stop to that. Yeah, really, it, was a, it was a quick Really quickly. Loss. Yeah. Which that's like a thing that I I also don't understand because you're building up the mega powers, and then all of a sudden, yeah, Ascension wins. Axel hitting the big boot and everything very quickly. Like I thought that it maybe the match felt a little bit rushed. Yeah, I would rather have seen them get more time than R Truth and Stardust because yeah of the pay per view selling points for me that was one of them. Really. Yeah, obviously. It's a pre-show. I, mean, I was at the selling point. For me. For me, it was. Yeah, but it's given for free. No, but I'm saying like a selling point for me to tune in and give oh, them gotcha. that rating. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's get on to the actual main card. So uh, you, you could say it. You could say it right now. I won. No, no. You could say I was wrong. Oh, I was going to say I won the predictions. But you were still wrong. No, I, I was correct with the predictions. No, because we asked who was going to open the match. I said Seamus Ziggler. You're like, it's going to be Neville and King Barrett. Which did didn't I? happen. Yeah, you did. Oh, well, I'm still correct with predictions. You picked the match that separated us, us was that Ziggler-Seamus match where I picked, picked Seamus and you picked Ziggler. Yeah. So Stupid me. I should have known better. Yeah, you really should have. It was, a, it was a good match, though. Yeah, ended with a nice bro kick. Yeah. Um, next up, you had the New Day taking on Cesaro and Kid for the tag team titles. You can go and a ahead. two out of three false match. You can go ahead and say you were wrong here as well. New Day picked up the victory. Yeah, Tyson Kidd and Cesaro picked up the first victory. Okay. And then New Day picked up the last two. Although right. there's some controversy there. Well, well. Because... The last victory was picked up by Xavier Woods. Yeah, going with that Freebird rule, I guess. Which, I mean, you, can you really have that? I don't think so. I don't think that's. I. You know what? I I like it. I'm I'm a fan of it. I I love. I absolutely love that ending that it happened like that, where the referee yeah. couldn't tell the difference between Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. But I was I, a fan of it. I don't think you can actually have Freebird rules in a match that wasn't already under. Freebird rules. Yeah, I don't know. Which I would, I would love. I would love to see them three of them defended at the the next pay per view, or yeah. event. I don't even know what you call it. Um, it's not a pay per view. A ton of really cool ta tag team maneuvers in this match. I like that Cesaro kid. They did a monkey flip into a side slam. It's like they just probably hang out in the ring together before, like when they're running down the match. And just testing out all of these different double team moves to see what looks like it could be cool. Didn't the Nasty Boys used to do that, you move? 
I, I don't it recall. A, it was a joke. Of course not. No. <laughs> um, can, can you imagine if they were the ones that like, oh, let's do this, and then they did that? I don't think that would ever. What a monk, monkey flip to a side slam? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, next up, you had Bray Wyatt defeating Ryback. Ryback nailing a splash from the top turnbuckle, which is kind of out of his uh, yeah, world. No, normally, we see it a uh, from the second rope. But yeah. never, never, I don't think I've ever seen that from the top rope, which was a new move. It was cool. Yeah, there was rumors that he injured his rib, his ribs uh, during this match. Yeah, he was outside of the ring, and uh, Bray Wyatt was off, went off the apron and did a, uh, a senton. Yeah. That's got to suck. Yeah, I'm always baffled with how you can take a senton because it always, like, when Bray does it, it at times it doesn't look like he's going, like, completely over and hitting the side of the wrestler at times it looks like he's landing like right on top of their sternum yeah like and that's does... the, that's the thing it was like oh ryback bro- definitely broke a rib there yeah whether or um, not he broke a rib it was wasn't really to be seen no unless you have x-ray vision and i still don't understand why this match took was, place yeah what was ryback in his way yeah, I don't get it. Where's Bray Wyatt now that Ryback is there? Yeah, agreed. Up next, we saw the I Quit match for the WWE United States Championship. Champion John Cena picked up the victory against Rusev. Good, good uh, hardcore battle between the two. We saw I, an AA on the steps. We saw them battling on the, uh, the, the stage. While I appreciate all of that, and and the first of all, that fireworks spot was so totally lame. Yeah. But while I appreciate all that, I this was the most boring match of what I was watching of the night. I just wanted it to end, and it was almost a half an hour long of an I quit match that, which I guess you have to have it be that long because neither John Cena or Rusev want to say I quit. Neither John Cena or Rusev said I quit. Lana ended up getting on the microphone to quote-unquote translate for Rusev. And yeah. uh, Rusev lost because Lana said that he, in Bulgarian, said he quits. Yeah. Next up, you had Naomi and Tamina defeating the Bella Twins. Um, yeah. It's match, match. It was fine. Fine match. Dandy. But uh, I would have preferred to for it to have been a singles match for the, the championship where yeah. Naomi became champion. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, up next, we saw, I guess, a rematch from the King of the Ring, right? Yeah. Neville defeated King Barrett this time, only by count out, because King Barrett, after uh, almost, what, 10 minutes in the match, decided... He was I, done. I don't, yeah, I don't need yeah, to... Yeah, he just, he just refused to get back in the ring. I don't, I don't need to be in this match. I don't need to wrestle. This match is pointless for me, so I'm yeah. just going to... I'm just going to leave it, and I'll take that loss. I don't care. All right. I'm King Barrett. Bang, bang. Boom, boom. <laughs> um, next up, you had the championship main event, Seth Rollins, your champion, taking on Dean Ambrose, Randy Orton, and Roman Reigns. Seth Rollins walking away with the victory. A lot of spots during this match. Uh, the Shield reuniting for one spot. That was probably the coolest part of the match. Yeah, for that triple powerbomb to Randy Orton through the table, and then uh, Reigns and Ambrose turned on Rollins. I wouldn't really say turned on Rollins. They... Well, yeah, they didn't. I mean, 
But Rollins went in. Rollins, that, like, yeah, the, Rollins went in for the fist. shield, yeah, and Ambrose and Reigns were like, no, like you're stupid. Yeah, we still hate you. So and then they went off after him, it. and then they went ahead and did the right. They they also power bombed him through the yeah, table. and then I believe they did it to Kane too. There was no? only two tables, so I don't know. I thought that I saw a triple power bomb. Uh, power bomb to Kane. Um. um but the, uh, it was a good match, good back and forth match, uh, and came where uh, Seth Rollins nailed the pedigree on Randy Orton, which I thought was an awful looking pedigree. I, I thought it was a fine looking pedigree. I would, I well, didn't see a problem with it. Well, I, right off the bat, I thought it was an awful looking pedigree. Looking back at the clip, it's all on Orton. Yeah, it's not Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins, I think. Did it fine. It's uh, Randy Orton that didn't really. I mean, he barely jumped or anything. He just as he took it like Big weight. Show would take it. It was like dead weight. He he took it exactly like how Big Show would take it. Right. Um, and those are always the worst looking pedigrees. But I, I don't think that the entire IWC needs to jump all over Seth Rollins about it. Right. You should jump I mean, on Randy Orton. Yeah. I mean, even if, I mean, I, it was still it wasn't an awful pedigree. It's not like detrimental to the match. I, I mean, mean, it was very detrimental to the match. The match, the ending still happened. It was, it was still a fine pedigree. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not going to overanalyze it. Uh, anything else to note about the pay per view? Uh, that's about it. Kane is still the director of operations. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. So let's get on to some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Monday Night Raw kicked off. We had an authority in the ring, Triple H and Stephanie, making Stephanie's big return to the to the program. Uh, which it's like I still hate that Stephanie just oh, there's no explanation of where she was, where she's been. Why does she need an explanation? She, I mean, because nobody takes two weeks, two months of vacation. Well, not really two months, but... I mean, last time we saw her was, what, uh, around WrestleMania? Something like that. Was it Was it the last time? Was WrestleMania? But she's not... I mean, I, I don't think we... I don't think, so. I don't think she's that... I don't know. You don't think, I, what, she's that big of a character who needs an explanation? Not, not on television? Sc- not really on screen. I don't think that she was necessary to be on screen. I don't think she was necessary to be on screen either. I just feel like I mean, we are owed an explanation of where she was. Oh, uh, Other than vacation. I mean, let's be honest. We know where she was. She was working stuff backstage. I feel like... No, she was we, getting those awards in China. Yeah. All right, but... What? She was getting awards in China or something. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But they, they both said that Seth Rollins is the future, and Randy Orton, Roman Reigns, and Dean Ambrose are now at the back of the line. And then they also they announced for the Intercontinental Championship... There will be, I think it's for, uh, yeah, it's got to be for the first time ever in uh, an Elimination Chamber match for it. That should be a very exciting match. Yeah, Sheamus came out and he said that the match doesn't need to happen because he's the one who ended the Yes movement. And then Ryback came out in defense of Daniel Bryan and then they got put in a match together. Yeah. Yeah. And and that match kicked off Raw with... uh, well, kicked off Raw in the wrestling scene, and Sheamus picked up the victory over Ryback. 
So thank you, Ryback, for defending uh, Daniel Bryan. Yeah, Sheamus pretended to have an eye injury, and uh, the ref made Ryback back up. However, Sheamus hit him with the bro kick, and then like, kind of like, oh, my eye. My eye's uh, all better. Yeah. So. Nice uh, heel tactic. Yeah. Up next, we saw Dean Ambrose trying to get another title shot backstage, but Seth Rollins ended up saying no. And Dean Ambrose then said that Kane is Seth Rollins' lapdog. And he said, what would Paul Bearer or Undertaker think about this if they saw you like this? And then Kane put him in a match against Bray Wyatt. And uh, then after that, we saw Renee Young interviewing Neville in the ring, which, I mean, it's your standard fluff piece, right? Yeah, pretty much. It led to, for whatever reason, Bo Dallas to come out and attack Neville's knee, but Neville kicked him out of the ring. Yeah, very random uh, with the Bo Dallas interference. Yeah. But I guess it... Bo was like, oh, I, I mean... Or Neville was like, oh, who, who did I defeat to become the longest reigning NXT champion? Yeah. Which was Bo Dallas. Yeah. But that led Bad News Barrett to come out, and uh, Bo was on commentary for the match. Neville got taken out with the bull hammer, and then after the match... But, but it's Neville kind of took out himself originally. Yeah, yeah, I guess he cause, ran. Because he went for that uh, a springboard move. Uh, a springboard? I guess. I don't know. He went for one of his moves off the top, uh, the top rope, and his knee gave out on him. Oh yeah, so not really a springboard. Yeah, not a springboard. But he jumped up. He leaped up to the sec to the third rope, and then his knee buckled on him, and he landed into the ring, and then got rocked with that bull hammer. Yeah, and then afterwards, Bo Dallas continued to attack Neville. Yeah, and Neville, the selling of this is awesome. I was a big fan of the selling of the knee. I mean, the entire time. Huh? Is, it, is it that difficult? Sometimes, yeah. I mean, we've seen people sell the wrong knee. So, I, I was a big fan of it. Uh, Up next, we saw Rusev in the ring cutting a long promo about how there's no more Lana and how he never said I quit at the pay per view. Lana then came out and said that she was trying to protect Rusev. Because she cares for him. And Rusev basically tore her a new one and made her leave. So that for right then was the end of Lana. Yeah, I mean, Lana should have more respect and more uh, more confidence in, in Rusev that he was going to make a comeback. Yeah. Uh, next up, you had Bray Wyatt defeating Dean Ambrose in a matchup. Yeah, Joey Mercury ran down, distracted the referee here, while Jamie Noble pushed Dean Ambrose off the top rope, which landed him right into a Sister Abigail. I thought that looked really cool. Agreed. Um, What? Yeah, no, I was going to go on. Okay, yeah. Uh, Tag team action. You had Cesaro Kid defeating the New Day by DQ. Are you going to say it? No. It It was Biggie Langston and Kofi Kingston. Yep. Xavier Woods was banned from ringside here due to what happened at Payback. Uh, New Day said it wasn't fair that they'll have to defend their championships in the Elimination Chamber against five tag teams, which has also never been done before, which I've been saying for years, let's see a tag team Elimination Chamber match. 
So I'm that looking, be fun. I'm really looking forward to this match. But hopefully they give it, give that match enough time. Yeah, that's like another thing. I feel like it's going to be a huge cluster of a match where it's not going to. Yeah, they're not going to have enough. I, I feel like they're not going to have enough time to develop anything. Yeah, but New Day was disqualified when Biggie Langston wouldn't leave the ring, and uh, the ref counted it. Woods ran down, Lucha Dragons ran down, followed by Los Matadores, the Ascension, primetime players. I thought this the whole after-match segment was on fire. I'm still waiting for my explanation with the primetime players. I, I don't still want to know. I don't think we're going to get one. I don't think we will, but I, I just I want to know. I was I was marking out during the segment, though, just knowing that we were going to see Kalisto in an Elimination Chamber match. I was, yeah. I'm super pumped. And I thought all 13 people, I think 13 people involved in this killed it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, next up you had... Yeah, we saw, up next we saw John Cena cutting a promo about the U.S. Championship and the Open Challenge. However, Kevin Owens came out. They had a little exchange of words. And Owens ended up declining the challenge. We've never seen anybody come out and decline the challenge before. Yeah, I thought that was pretty pretty awesome. John Cena tried to give him some pointers, but Owens cut him off and said he's been doing this longer than he has, so he doesn't get to give him pointers. Uh-huh. And then uh, Kevin Owens, I think he said something like, oh, just when you like, like, oh, you'll never expect anything from me or whatever. Yeah, he and said, like, just when you think you know me, and then he kicked him. Yeah, and then hit him with that pop-up powerbomb. Yeah. And, then, and then I really liked after that, he, he held up the U.S. title, dropped it, and stomped on it. Yeah, but that got a little bit of a mixed reaction. I mean, just because of it being America. Yeah, but who cares? He's Canadian. He's allowed to do that. Oh, yeah, that, that is, that's very true. He is Canadian, and he, let's face it, he's a heel. Right. So, and then later in the night, we saw him talking to Triple H, and then Renee Young interviewed him, and he said that he said that John Cena and him will meet in the match, and uh, now they're gonna—it's official that they're gonna be facing each other at the Elimination Chamber. How is like mind blowing is that? It, first of all, it was mind blowing seeing him on Raw. They didn't really get huge of that huge of a pop. Yeah, it didn't. I feel like that crowd wasn't so great, but... Yeah, maybe they should have picked a different crowd to do that in front of. Like Montreal. Yeah. <laughs> but but then you would have been cheered, so... so That's true. Yeah, but... but you uh, should, I mean, maybe somewhere better than where they were. But it was crazy just seeing him on Raw. Like, yeah, NXT is one thing. It's like, you don't think you'll see Kevin Steen in WWE ever. But then to be on live Monday Night Raw... Yeah, working with the top dog of the business, John Cena. Yeah. And this, once again, just to go back, I said the same thing last week, last week, but uh, I mean, to every person that hated John Cena winning that title, look at what it's doing. Look at every wrestler that's coming in to accept these challenges against the top, the top WWE, the top wrestler in pro wrestling. I mean, a lot of people may not want to admit it, but John Cena is the top dog in pro wrestling today and has been. I just hope that when it comes time for Monday, I mean, there's only one person we, we'd we have to want to see except the challenge, which is, uh, I mean, I really... On Nassau? Yeah, yeah it's yeah, that Nassau Coliseum. Yeah, right. Because he, <laughs> he could still wrestle. 
yeah, I think everyone, well, at least we do, want to see Zack Ryder. Yeah, I don't see how, like, who else? Zack Ryder versus John Cena? There's nobody else in that Long Island position that could come out and be like, I, I, I don't even, there's no one in my mind that I'd rather see or could picture. Even though, in the same point, I can't really picture them doing that. I think it would be good. I mean, I think it would be entertaining. And I think they'll, they'll put on a good match if that does happen. Yeah. My fingers crossed, huh? All right. Next up, you had Ziggler defeating Stardust. Stardust continuing to just fall. be there. Yeah, the, yeah, the match, match was pretty, sh- pretty short. Yeah. And uh, not much to really mention other than Michael Cole interviewed Dolph Ziggler after the match. And announced that he'll be joining Ryback, Sheamus, R-Truth, Bad News Barrett, and Rusev. Uh, Lana came out and made out with Dolph Ziggler. Rusev then ran down. But they didn't make out. They just kissed on the lips. Yeah, but then they kind of, I don't know. It was no tongue. Well, you don't It was just just a passionate kiss. You don't need tongue to make out on a television program. That's what making out is. Not on a TV program. Make out is French kissing. David, this isn't. Hardcore or softcore pornography. Yeah, but this. Not, yeah, but that's all they did was kiss. Uh, that was it. Yeah. So what do you say, Adam Rose and, and Rosa Mendez do? They I don't just know. kiss. I, I, I don't recall if I've ever. It looks. Kissed. It looks like they're making out. There, of course, there's no tongue. I mean, that's what actors do. Yeah, but with this one, it was. I mean, the camera's right in there. It was just a kiss. So regardless. No, you're not going to say it. That's one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rusev ran down to attack Dolph Ziggler, and uh, Lana ended up slapping Rusev, and Ziggler hit him with the zigzag. Which, and I thought it was funny that Dolph afterwards held the ropes for Lana. She completely no sold that and went out for the other ropes. Yeah. Went on her own. So chivalry is dead to her, I guess. I mean, she's a strong, independent woman. Have you seen her in uh, Pitch, per- Pitch Perfect 2 yet? I mean, I've not seen Pitch Perfect 2. And I've seen Pitch Perfect, and I still can't pick her out. But Really? Right? She was in the first one, too. Yes. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen her in the clips. Don't say really, and then say, oh, I, I've seen no, her. No, I, w- I wasn't too sure if I was watching a clip from the first one or the second one. Yeah. But yes, she is in Pitch Perfect, like I said. Yeah, how don't you picture her? What do you mean picture her? Because I didn't go and look for her in the movie. Yeah, she's one of the... She's right up there. Yeah, well... And when they're singing and all that, you know, (laughs) in that scene that they sing sing in. Yeah, every scene. Up next, Eric Rowan and Luke Harper teamed up and defeated Ryder and Fandango. Yeah, uh, what better tactic to put over people? It's just unfortunate that Ryder and Fandango are uh, yeah. going to be doing nothing. Yeah, there's not much really to say here other than Zack Ryder and Fandango are really good at making others people, other people look, look good. good. Yeah. yeah, and they're good at selling. Yeah, It's nice to hear there were We Want Ryder chants and they did the woo-woo-woo thing after. Yeah. But just, man, fingers are crossed for next week. All right. Uh, next up, you had Nikki defeating Naomi. Yeah, via disqualification yeah, to to retain the Divas Championship. Before the match backstage, Stephanie McMahon said to Brie that she must not be in the right mindset with uh, everything going on with Daniel Bryan, so she shouldn't be at ringside. 
so she wasn't at ringside. But as far as the match, I don't I don't know why they keep toying with Naomi. Like, why can't she just be champion? Yeah. I don't I don't understand it. But Nikki was going for the rack attack here, and Tamina got into the ring, hit her with the super kick, or sidekick, whatever you want to call it. Now, I don't get that. Why people, like, if it's a title match, what, couldn't you come up with another way to help out your partner than costing them the match? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. But the two of them then stomped Nikki and attacked her. Paige ran down, took out Tamina and Naomi. Then hit Nikki with the rampage. Mm-hmm. Held up the Divas Championship. So I guess everybody knows now Paige is back. Which yeah. I guess that there goes my thing. Yeah. For, for the NXT and Daniel Bryan. Or not NXT, sorry. Tough enough. Yeah. Um, and then to end Monday Night Raw, the Authority had a celebration for Seth Rollins. And uh, during this, Kane and J&J Security were saying nice things about Rollins. Then Ambrose came out. Dean Ambrose said that he wants the title shot. Seth Rollins said no. Stephanie told Seth Rollins to go attack Dean Ambrose, and everyone backed up just to, like, let them go. Ambrose ended up attacking him. J&J got involved. Uh, Dean Ambrose got away from them, continued to attack Seth Rollins. The more interesting point was when all of a sudden there were cinder blocks ringside. Dean Ambrose threatened to hit Seth Rollins' head with a steel chair on a pile of cinder blocks. And Stephanie McMahon said if he stops, Dean Ambrose will get the championship match at Elimination Chamber. Mercury grabbed the chair away from him as Dean Ambrose was about to hit Seth Rollins' head. But Ambrose jumped onto J&J Security, came, blah, blah, blah. But for some reason, even though Dean Ambrose continued to go to hit Seth Rollins, he got the championship match. Does that make sense? Uh, nah, I guess. Like, I don't, I don't understand. He, Stephanie McMahon said he'll get the title shot if he stops. Yeah. He went to go hit Rollins with the chair. So he didn't want that title shot. That I don't understand. Like... He went to hit him. Mercury grabbed the chair. He did not stop. <laughs> Title shot. Yeah. Thank you, WWE. Thanks for that booking. Even though I'm fine with the match that, that it's going to happen, but I just mm-hmm. I don't get the booking there. I don't either. Yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, just keep on watching. Moving on. We're going to take a break right now. We're going to have a musical interlude by Katie Carson. This is Dear California. And we'll be right back here on Marking Out. Dear California, your state of mind is about to submit and become mine. I need a change and you're the change that I need. Got me begging for you down on my knees. Like Halliday pitching a Reds game. I shiver simply at the sound of your name Calling me, calling me over again Got me talking in my sleep, restless night again What is this feeling coming over me? This strange, optimistic foreshadowing It's fine by me if it's telling me where 
change that I need Got me begging for you down on my knees Like an endless sky filled with sparkling stars It seems so close but you know it's so far I have to have you some way, somehow The wind whispers to me I've got you now Dear California by Katie Carson. You could buy her EP off of iTunes. Uh, you could go ahead, like her on Facebook, facebook.com slash pages, Katie-Carson. You could also give her a follow on Twitter, at Katie Carmen, And uh, check her out on YouTube, youtube.com slash Katie C. Carson. Yeah, go support her. Uh, um, I mean, she doesn't really perform anywhere, but... I've been a huge fan of her for years, so. Yeah, and if if you are a musical get uh, listener, I don't know. <laughs> if you are a musical <laughs> guest, then you could email us. Yeah, if you uh, are a musician and would like your music <laughs> played on our podcast, please shoot us an email, uh, marking out marking yeah marking out one at gmail com, or you can tweet us at marking out, or even hit us up on Facebook facebook.com slash marking out. Let us know. Who you are, what you want to be played, and what we'll you work want something to be out. played. Oh yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, music-wise. Yeah, uh, we're open to anything. If you're a comedian, if you're a poet, if you're Yoko Ono, poet. don't you dare submit anything. We will not respond to your email if you are Yoko Ono. Well, actually, I may respond saying, "Hey, that's cool that you maybe <laughs> you did." Yeah, but no, don't absolutely not. Never ever would I ever play Yoko Ono. But you, you can follow us on Twitter if you it, if you really want. It's funny that we have like how many people have we ever said that about? I think there's only two, one other person that we've ever said absolutely no. That person will never ever be played on this show. I don't know who Kanye West. I think was the oh, only other yeah. person. Yeah. So Kanye, if you're listening, please. Uh, Yoko, if you're listening, do not take a hike. Yeah, but, but be sure. Us. Yeah, well, no, I was gonna say, but be sure to tell all your friends. Um, I would, I would, wouldn't mind having, I don't know, say, Ringo Starr. He wants to come on the show. I don't know. I don't know. I'd rather have Paul McCartney. 
I mean, I would absolutely. I mean, the second Paul McCartney. I would absolutely rather have Paul McCartney than Ringo Starr, but. Yeah, too bad we can't have the original. I mean, I don't think. Um, I mean, <laughs> you got to go into detail to explain that. Yeah. Is Paul dead? Nobody knows. You got to yeah. listen to the song. I don't know. Did you say Paul is dead? Who knows? Yeah, whoa, whoa. Listen to the music. It's a different band, but whatever. But you know what is a different band, but same music? Smackdown. Actually, no. We're going to go to NXT TakeOver Unstoppable. Yes, because you don't want to cover Smackdown since that's after NXT. Say it. Say it. Hashtag 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 chronological order. Hashtag chronological order. Yes, or NXT Unstoppable. (laughs) But yeah, this took place... This past Wednesday at the... Why is it I feel like me and you could do that entire... What, like that skit on SNL where those two people kind of like oh, finish each other's... two people finish each other's Yeah, um, breakfast. Are you talking yeah. about Kristen Wiig and Fred Armisen? Yeah. Where they write the songs, they all they come on with the songs, they write them, and they're, turns yeah, out they're they never write really written. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, I, think I, be, I think I'd be pretty pretty good at that. Excellent. I don't think you'd yeah. be good at it. Yeah, not really too much. I mean, Josh Lassman may be good at that. He's yeah, an improv I mean, artist. so Big big making sandwiches, too. See, you're doing it, but you're awful. You're not even but doing it. But kind of not even making sense. You're not doing it. With who? Anyone. Ah, debatable. It's not debatable. Ah, is it? Yeah. It is not debatable. Not debatable. It's exactly. not debatable. So you can't debate me right now. Can you not? <laughs> debate? Yeah. Especially while we're recording this show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, NXT, take over on top of both. Yeah, it kicked off. We saw Finn Balor, Balor. taking yep. on Tyler Breeze. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's now the new number one contender for the NXT Championship. It was originally scheduled to be a triple threat match with Hideo Itami. However, WWE likes to insult our intelligence and tell us people are injured, or not even tell us really, show us that people get injured at the last minute. That being, on the pre-show, they aired a little segment where a fan, quote-unquote, was filming Enzo and Big cast yes. uh-huh. arriving to the arena, and they're talking to him. They're like, "Hey, look at this! It's the paparazzi!" And then all of a sudden, you hear commotion coming from the left. The guy, the the fan. Oh my God! Do I hate WWE for doing this? The fan runs over, sees Hideo Itami taken out on the ground with people surrounding him. Kevin Owens walks by, saying, "That's too bad," and. They're like, oh, back up, back up. You have to back up. You're a fan, basically. Oh, screw you. Back up. Shut that off. Shut that camera off. Like, does WWE think we're stupid? Yes. Cle- like, clearly that's not a fan. The wh- Where on earth would they have gotten fan footage from of that during the pre-show? Yeah. I hate when people do that. It was like TNA, how they have the handheld cameras and they interview them backstage. Mm-hmm. I was so pissed off when I saw that video. So pissed, yeah. And it's like, yeah, Brandon, it's pro wrestling. It's a television show. Get rid of, get it, get over it. But it's like, no, because they're insulting my intelligence and everybody else who watches or listens. <laughs> Why are you to not show. okay with this yet? This is what they always do. This is pro wrestling. This is like, this is how WWE a, is. I don't 
not always. I don't know. It's such BS, though, to have me thinking, like, oh, to try and convince me that that's a fan. Oh, we already seen the, we already know that Hideo Itami was injured. But no, we're, we're going to, we're going to push that off until the day of the event and have yeah. him get jumped and have a fan catch the aftermath on a camera. They could have just easily replaced him with someone or just canceled it a little bit before. It's just like the Daniel um, Bryan thing. Oh, we know Daniel yeah. Bryan's injured. We know he's not going to be in the match. Let's wait oh. until the pay-per-view and then have him announce, oh, yeah, sorry, We're, or not even have him announce it, just them announce it saying, oh, he's not going to be in the match because he is injured. We're just going to change it to Bad News Barrett versus Neville. We're not going to go ahead and say, oh, let's let's maybe maybe try and build up to this match. No, that's not what WWE does. So, I mean, whatever. Yeah, what can you do? Yeah, but it was a good match. Finn Balor versus Tyler Breeze. Both entrances. Tyler Breeze came out first, had a runway, had models posing and everything. Everyone was live recording them. The yeah, I was a fan recording. of that entrance, and then Finn Balor's was. But before even Balor came out, Tyler Breeze's entrance, I was like, "What is this WrestleMania?" Like, it was like such a huge event that Breeze had the entrance and everything, and Balor. Everyone's like, "Oh, marking out," even though that's not what they were claiming. I mean, and we appreciate it, but they weren't even clapping that. But uh, they did that one time. That was cool. <laughs> but I, it's like you see one Balor entrance, you've seen them all. To me, I don't. I'm not. I'll always mark out for it. I cannot wait for, to see that on like the WrestleMania stage. It was cool that it, I guess I don't know. It was like <laughs> I, the only comparison I can compare that to is like seeing those Chinese dragons in the street, where like they're moving around. There's people underneath it. How often did have you seen that in your life? Uh, you've never seen that ever live. No, I, I mean I have. I'm just asking you. I've maybe one, two, three. Six times, maybe? Six times? Uh-huh. Were you going to say six? Yeah. <laughs> no. It's not funny at all. I don't know why I laughed. <laughs> well, it's not that funny. You don't have to. No, it's not. It really is not. You're just supposed to say, I don't know why I laughed. Why I laughed at that's, all. That's why I'm the smarter person in your yeah, life. Yeah, so. exactly. Because I carry the show. <laughs> right. Okay. So, so talk about Finn Balor's entrance that you always mark out for. I I like the addition of those spikes going down his spine, which looked like a Chinese dragon to me. It looked like a uh, was what what's a dinosaur? Uh, a Stegosaurus. Yeah, Stegosaurus. It looked like to me. I know every but dinosaur, a, David. Huh? I know every dinosaur, David. What's the one that flies in the sky? There's tons of them. Name one. You got pterodactyls. You got aerodactyls. Tell me got... one that that's in the sea. A sea one. Yeah. Nessie. <laughs> That would have been a funny joke if I told it later on. Why? Oh, no. Is Becky Lynch from Scotland or no? She's from Ireland. Ireland. Yeah. Well, you can't win them all. It's 2015, <laughs> folks. <laughs> oh, well. All right. So. Yeah, but Balor is the new number one contender for the NXT championship. I kind of was hoping that um, Breeze was going to win this match. I guess I was too, but what could you – I mean – what would have I, I? There's no way I could have seen Breeze actually going on to do anything. Yeah, I, I just think that Breeze has to hit a new finisher. I mean, Chris says that it's pretty much a finisher out of nowhere move, but I'm not a fan. I mean, of it's it's all. it is, but it's not a finisher. 
Like I'm not. I I just think it's a it's a spinning wheel kick. I mean, there's right. nothing. It's like when Steph, it's like it. when Stephanie McMahon's finisher. She would slap somebody. Yeah, there's no draw factor to that finisher. Right. I mean, Big Show and and William Regal at least have the power over the punch, basically, or the knockout punch, also. But that at least could make sense because you're punching somebody, they get knocked out. A wheel kick, you're just hitting a wheel kick. We've seen tons of people wheel kick. Exactly. How many times does Lance Storm have to let you know that he was the first person to take that uh, uh, that bliss salt or whatever she calls it? Why was this the second time you're seeing it now? Maybe third. Probably second though. Yeah, probably second. Up next, potentially we, the first. Up next, we saw Bailey and Charlotte defeat Dana Brooke and Emma. Dana Brooke is really. Oh, what was that? sorry, I thought I muted it. Mr. Mute over here. I I thought I clicked mute. Mute. You weren't supposed to hear me sniffle. Sorry. Sniffle isn't a word. Sniffle, sniffle, sniffle. Yeah. So sorry. Dana Brooke is awful. She can't wrestle. She shouldn't have been. She was. I don't know why she was rushed. I really don't know why she was put on this this NXT roster so fast on live NXT tapings. Yeah. And uh, I liked, I have to say, I liked Charlotte's figure four, the, the bridging figure four that she does. Mm -hmm. But overall, just look closely, man. Everybody need, has like these Mark goggles on. Take them off. You'll see that she's not good. Remove them goggles. And uh, Dana Brooke, my eyes. Dana Brooke kind of messed up the whole finish here. So mm. she just, did. no, this match was not good. Sorry, but no. It wasn't. No go. And it sucks because Bailey's good, Emma's good. So. Uh, next up, you had Baron Corbin defeating Rhino. This uh, was a good match. Definitely. Was, I mean, did you really expect Rhino to win? Um. No, but I didn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't expect Rhino to win, but I didn't expect Baron Corbin to be as good as it was. Mm -hmm. So. I really I, I appreciated this match from Baron Corbin, and it shows that he can go a little longer, and he's improving. Or not yeah. even improving, just he can do more than what we've seen. Which is always a good thing. Right. Uh, next up, you had Blake and Murphy defending their NXT champion, Tag Team Championships uh, successfully against Enzo and uh, Colin Cassidy. Yeah, this was the most disappointing thing of the night. During uh, during the match, I I know you were heartbroken. Yeah, I, I still can't believe it. All right, just say it. Alexa Bliss ran down. She attacked um, Carmella, which I'm fine with. But then she she threw Enzo off the top rope and cost them the match. How could how could she do this to us? I mean, I'm okay with it, but I'm heartbroken. Like, she's this sweet little innocent girl, runs out, boom. Yeah. Splits, rips, rips everybody's heart in half, splits the everybody's minds open. Just, just going crazy. Yeah. Um, sad. Very. It's a sad day. But I know you even poured one out, right? I, I did. <laughs> poured one out for my homie. Um, it re but realistically, I think that she's, she's going to make a great heel. I mean, I I saw her. I think she's gonna get over as a heel more than anything because you you already have someone that's very bubbly, cute, and um, going that kind of route with uh, with Bailey. 
So I think to have her opposing as a heel, I think works. And well, I now that she's a heel, I really hope to see her blowing um, glitter into people's faces during the matches. Yeah, I I think that would be a nice uh, addition to it. Yeah, and I'm I still I really hope she's working on that 450 splash. You're such a mark. I am. <laughs> I am big time. Just say it. I've been wrong so far. I've been wrong so far. <laughs> regards to her 450 splash. What else can I get you to say? Uh, say the water is from the well, but the well is not dry. The water is from the well, but the well is not dry. Yeah. See, so you should try and Google things before you say it. So potentially it could be offensive in other countries, but could be. But up next, we saw Sasha Banks, champion NXT Women's Champion, defeat Becky Lynch. Fantastic match. I'm disappointed just Wait. because I wanted to see Becky Lynch win. But awesome match. Yeah. This, see, this is like. This I could accept as, oh my god, this match was amazing. Not Charlotte and Natty. Yeah, no, this this is the kind of match that should be praised. Um, Not that Natalia doesn't deserve praise. It's who? Charlotte. Yeah, what do you mean, who? Um, Did you not hear me, or you were like making a yeah, joke? No. Making a little... Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I'd rather see these women wrestle than, like, Becky Lynch than Natalia. Yeah, but that's not taking any way. I'm not. I'm not. I didn't want to take anything away from Natalia because she's. There's other wrestlers in the female division of in the divas division that can wrestle, though. I'm not saying that either. I'm just saying that Natalia is good, and Charlotte is not. <laughs> that's what I was saying. Natalia to me is bland at times. She is, but she's. And I still... feel like I feel like that's her big flaw. I mean, she could be a, ver a great wrestler in the ring. But because she's so bland and like she she just kind of like blends in. She's just gen generic to a bit. It's because there's no like real I mean, I don't want to say personality, but there's no There is, no, just say it. There is really no charisma. There is no personality to anything that she really uh But uh, but puts someone forth. but someone like her didn't really need that much charisma when she was when she's showing what she can do. I think to get over with the crowd, you need that. And I feel like that's going to be what holds her back in her entire career. And I feel like that is what has been holding her back is the inability to put forth all that charisma. I mean, the time where she was intriguing and everything, it wasn't really her. It was Tyson Kidd as her manager that was really uh, bringing the charisma and everything. And I feel like that's what she lacks. She's just bland. I'm, yeah, there really isn't that. There is the, the only thing that sh that the gimmick wise is, I'm a heart, basically. I'm in the heart family. Exactly. So, her being a great wrestler is. But I think there's. Awful. I don't think there's anything wrong with that though, because when she when she goes out and wrestles, she can prove that she wrestles. So. I I think you need more to it. I mean, obviously, you need a personality and everything yeah. in wrestling, but or I mean, there's cases. Look at Brock Lesnar. He has no personality. Yeah, but he had a mic piece for a good. For, That's what I'm saying. Like sometimes I mean, it's acceptable. So I mean, the mic piece for Natalia was Tyson Kidd, but I mean, how far is that going to really get her? It's not really. She's not. I don't think she's going to get over in. Well, she, by she herself, doesn't, she doesn't need to get over anymore. She's already established. She's already somebody. Well, I don't who's think she's going. I don't think she's going to do anything by herself. I, I think she's too bland to put a title around. I don't know. I mean, how long was she champion for when she was? 
I couldn't tell you. Exactly. If you continue to talk about this match, though, I could go and tell you. Nah, we'll skip it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, next up, you had the finale, the main event. Kevin Owens defending his NXT title, taking on Sami Zayn uh, in a rematch from the last NXT. Um, good match. Good back-and-forth match. Hard-hitting. It was ex- It was really what you expected and then some. Uh, it definitely drew attention to Kevin Owens. It drew attention to Zami's, uh, Sami Zayn. And it drew attention to the NXT product in general. Yeah, but I didn't, I didn't get the finish. Yeah, it was... Natalia was champion for 70 days, by the way. Yeah, so she's, she's tied months. With, she's tied with Brie Bella. So she was champion for three months. Yeah. I mean, and she probably only defended it, had maybe five matches in those three months, realistically. She didn't defend it at three consecutive pay-per-views. She might have. I can't see it. So what was your beef with the ending of this? I just, I didn't get, yeah, it went to a no contest, but there was never that clear cut thing where like Zayn was out of the ring, injured, whatever. Owens wouldn't let up. He would still just attack him, blah, blah, blah. The referee never like made a clear cut like, oh no, this match is not happening or this match is done. Mm -hmm. Like it never officially ended. So I don't, I don't. That part confused me. Fantastic match. Yeah, I mean the end of the match. I could see it. I could see their the way that they ended it carry over into uh, onto the main roster. That's a good thing. That's the thing I like about um, uh, Owens and Zayn is that regardless of their finishes, that's, it could always carry true. over into the, uh, the the mainstream roster. Yeah, which is completely true. Yeah. But Zayn kept getting attacked. Bam, bam, bing, bang, boom. Bing, bang, boom. Music hits. Out comes Samoa Joe. Yeah, a huge uh, reaction for Samoa Joe. Definitely uh, as, a lot of people surprised. As Samoa Joe, wearing a... Even more surprising. Wearing a WWE shop... Samoa Joe t-shirt. Even more surprising than before. Which you could have bought as soon as Samoa Joe debuted. On sale. Yeah. Um, Definitely. It was, and what's funny is a little bit, I mean, I read that he was going to be, there's rumors of him appearing on the show. Yeah, there were grumblings. But then then there was other rumors that the WWE deal may have fallen through because he was accepting uh, bookings. And that's still crazy. I would love to know what deal he got. Dude is still working independent dates, and he's working NXT tapings. I was surprised that he kept that they allowed him to keep his name, especially after everything with CM Punk. I thought for sure everything that went down with CM Punk that they would never ever allow another pro wrestler use their uh, established name. Yeah. Um, and I thought I thought like, oh, he's Samoa Joe for now. But then he'll show up. He'll be like, oh, no, I'm going to take this name. But merch? Damn. Yeah. That was mad surprising. Um, and it's official NXT gear and all of that. So very but cool. I'm going to go on the record and say I don't think I could. I couldn't. I couldn't really care about Samoa Joe. 
it's like 10 years too late, in my opinion, to, to make any impact on the main roster. I, I disagree. I think that Samoa I just Joe don't care. I don't for that. I, I mean, CM care. Punk wasn't that young when he debuted with WWE. Yeah, but I still don't care. I mean, CM Punk right now is 36. Yeah, so, so. minus, what, eight years? So, but that's still, yeah. that's still pretty young. I mean, Samoa Joe is 36, too. That's his official debut, 36. Yeah. Hey, DDP debuted at 35. Yeah, but DDP like went to a multi-million dollar company and did stuff. I mean, well, that's it's what, just, yeah, whatever. I mean, that's yeah, exactly what, that's what Joe Samoa Joe did. But I still, I don't, I just don't company. care. It's a completely different age of wrestling where nobody knew Diamond Dallas Page. I think that this is awesome. Uh, it's going to bring a lot. Of, I think it's going to do a lot for his career. This is definitely the yeah, biggest. No, it's, fan, it's fantastic. But it, what happens in two, two NXT specials from now? AJ Styles and NXT all of a sudden? This is the most relevant thing that, CM, uh, that Samoa Joe has done since probably his feud with uh, Kurt Angle and TNA. I was going to say Kurt Angle is a joke. What do you mean? I was going to like jokingly say with oh, Kurt Angle. But oh, no. but like realistically, that was like in what? That's probably 2003, 2000, around there? 2003? I don't know. Maybe not. But <laughs> it was Dude, a long time Kurt ago. Angle didn't leave TNA. And, I mean, leave WWE until like 2007. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. But he's been in TNA longer than he's been in WWE. So, boom, mind-blowing fact right there, huh? Sure, because yeah, he'll always be a WWE guy no matter what. Yeah, um, but I definitely think that this Samoa Joe thing is huge news. I think that it's really good for WWE to sign them, uh, or at least we can assume he is signed. If yeah, we don't okay. even we don't even know if he's signed or what. With how's it working? Yeah, nobody will know. Mm -mm. Um, so that was that event. So let's get on to Smack It the Downeth. Yeah, Roman Reigns opened the show and he announced that he's going to be entering the Money in the Bank ladder match at the la at the Money in the Bank pay-per-view and that he's going to win. Dean Ambrose came out and said that by the time the pay-per-view rolls around, he'll be WWE champion, which I appreciate him saying WWE champion and not WWE yeah, the entire spiel. WWE name that is banned from this show's yeah. champion. And then Kane came out and said that Reigns isn't going to be in the match and that Reigns needs to prove himself and uh, needs to be worthy of a title shot in Kane's eyes. And then Kane announced that it'll be Dean Ambrose versus Bray Wyatt on the show tonight or that yeah. night. Up next, we saw Lucha Dragons defeating Cesaro and Tyson Kidd. The Ascension and Los Matadores in a fatal four-way, right? Fatal extravaganza. Yeah, primetime players and New Day were on commentary, and uh, I was I was super pumped to watch this match just because they they showed what happened on Raw, on on Raw with all these teams, which got me even more pumped. And uh, this I was ha I was very happy to watch the match, and uh, I like during the match. El Torito got on the apron to cause like a distraction to I think Tyson Kidd, and Natalia grabbed him off in like a power bomb situation, and then he hit a sunset flip power bomb onto her. So we I we had, when was the last time we saw something like that? I can't remember. 
So that was I really cannot. Cool. And then I, I really liked uh, Tyson Kidd hit a, a rolling senton through the ropes to the outside. That, like, these guys, these are the matches to watch. Because when you have guys like Tyson Kidd and Kalisto, they, they absolutely, they kill it, man. They kill it. And, That's going to uh, be very exciting. Even the finish to this match, Kalisto reversed the catapult. Like, he, he caught himself on the rope and then popped off backwards onto one of the Matadores' shoulders and hit a Harakarana. Like I, I don't I don't recall ever seeing that either. So that was cool. I mean, Rey Mysterio might have hit it once, but I don't know. I mean, I've seen Kalisto do it before. It's fantastic. Yeah. So you got to watch Kalisto for sure. Uh, next up, you had Ziggler defeating King Barrett. Yeah, bad news. Barrett went to <laughs> hit a bull hammer here. Dolph Ziggler ended up hitting him with the super kick though, and then Dolph Ziggler ran at him and. Got tossed up into the air. Bad news, Barrett went to go hit him with the bull hammer again, but he ducked and hit the zigzag. Bada bing, bada boom. Match Realist is over. Guys in the room. Not really, but... And then Lana came out afterward to applaud Dolph Ziggler. So clearly they're, they are... That rumor of Lana being face is happening. And yes, we know that in re real life, Rusev and Lana are still together. Are Wait, they're dating? Just kidding. Yeah. That was a mouthful. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you oh. believed it? So I guess yeah, I, I am a good actor, so screw you. Nah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so she came out to cheer him on or to applaud him. Up next, Paige came out, cut a little promo. She said that she still deserves a title shot because she won the Battle Royal. And she's correct. To become the number one contender. Correct. And then Naomi came out. She attacked her. Correct. She also said that she admires Naomi for Correct. going after what she wants, but then also said that Naomi found herself a boyfriend in Tamina and questioned whether or not Tamina is in the right wrestling division. Yeah. I think in this day and age of WWE, that's kind of on the fence. I know I you're, mean, you're completely fine with it. I, I think it's on the fence, but I'm fine with it. It is pro wrestling. It is border pushing. Uh, they've done – it's nothing new to pro wrestling, to WWE. The one thing that I think that they have to be um, careful with is, deter is having Tamina look as if she's a face, especially with her alongside Naomi. Um, you have Tamina tweeting out saying, wow, real page. You insult it. Uh, you – Insinuating that I'm a man in the wrong division, no class, no hate, uh, SmackDown, and then she posts a picture of the no hate that um, no I hate. guess no everyone, yeah, the no hate campaign. And I think that that's, um, I I think in Tamina's, I think that that's the wrong way to go about it, about defending yourself, because I feel like that's going to make Tamina come off as more of a face when she should be more of a feared competitor. And just take it and beat down Paige next time she sees her, as opposed to going onto Twitter and kind of making it, um, bringing reality into pro wrestling a little bit. Right. If, like, you know what I mean? Instead of Tamina just uh, blindsiding Paige. But that's, that's also, that's also, that's also why I feel like that's that promo. I just don't, I don't know. I don't get I mean, it. That's the thing. I'm, I'm completely. You, it's the same thing with how Jericho and CM Punk they had that. Alpha I, I don't think that's the same or, thing at all. 
Well, I feel like that's, that's it, personal as opposed to a worldwide topic. Well, I think okay, I, I get you with that, but I don't think that she. I think that in pro wrestling, it's fine, but I think that they have to just be careful with how Tamina is going to be responding to this. And I feel like the, the way that Tamina did, it's going to make her look more of a face than anything. Well, and with her allegiance any, to Naomi, I feel like that you can't. In any sense, though, during the segment. If you recall, Naomi and Tamina came out and eventually attacked Paige. But Nikki, Bella ran down. They ran off. And uh, well, it's kind of funny. I mean, not really funny because it sucks when you botch a move and it's on television. She tripped off the apron. Yeah. And, and like Naomi and, and Tamina sold it as if they got like clothesline from behind. Nah. So, I, so I, she, but she tripped onto them and then... Paige went to hit Naomi with the rampage, but Nikki knocked her out with that forearm. But like and you then see, like hit her with the rack attack. Like she did get her, she did uh, attack uh, Paige and everything. But I feel like this should be something done for uh, outside of that one attack. It should be something further where Tamina just lays out Paige completely, and there's no retaliation. It's just. Scene cuts with with Tamina looking down upon Paige or walks away from it. Right. But now, but now it's like Nikki's the clear-cut face where all of a sudden she flipped. Paige, in an instant, flipped. She's now also a heel. Or not really a heel. But that's I guess the thing. Maybe she's say, getting helped out by Bella. Well, no. Well, she went to go get helped out by her, but then she, she got knocked out also. Because yeah. she, she was returning the favor, I guess you'd say. But I guess... Nikki, I guess, is the clear-cut face. Naomi's the clear-cut heel, and Paige is, I guess, in between. Yeah, I, I just think that they really have to be careful with it. Yeah, well, speaking of being careful with stuff, R-Truth defeated Stardust. Very carefully. I have no idea why this needed to happen again, again, and again. Mm -hmm. Main event in April... Monday Night Raw, main event, Raw, main event, superstars, payback, SmackDown. Like, does WWE think we don't notice? That's yeah. that's all our, uh, that's all Stardust matches have been. Minus the one, like, uh, Dolph Ziggler one. Yeah. I, hopefully Goldust can return soon and we can see Stardust have meaning again. Yeah. Um, and don't get me, like, I am a big fan of Tamina, too. Just to backtrack, I do want to see a lot from her, but funny. it I could feel like in the past I've heard you say she's awful. I mean, but I do. I think that her character, like herself, like as that. I mean, let's. She's kind of like a modern day China, the way that she's portrayed. Right. And I feel like they could do a lot with that. So I mean, I just want to see more done with that as we're doing now, but they just have to be careful. Um, next up, you had the Mega Powers 2.0 defeating no, Rosie not even Slater. 2.0. I call it 2.0. No, you can't. It's called I Mega do. Powers. No, it's Mega Powers 2.0. I mean, if they're not going to be the Meta Powers, then you got to call them Mega Powers. you got to respect 2. the 2.0. I like, do. Just like I'm going to say Rock and Rose. Rock and Rose? Yeah. Oh, that's their name? Apparently. Oh. Well, Mega Powers 2.0 defeated Rock and Rose. Yeah, nothing really happened here. It wasn't a bad match, though. And uh, it was a nice filler match, unlike the previous match, that being Stardust and R-Truth. Yeah. But uh, Axel picked up the victory after hitting that big boot and leg drop. So now where does this make sense with the defeat of yeah. them being defeated with by the accession? <laughs> I don't know. 
And I guess actually, I guess maybe nailing that same big boot and leg drop and them kicking out. Well, I guess in, in or no, they didn't kick out. They got saved. I guess it, it leads to Ascension being in the tag team title match and not the the Mega Powers. So I mean, because if you're going to announce that match, you don't want them to look like oh, let's yeah. see if they lose, blah blah blah. Like even Tyson Kidd and Cesaro, they lost the match because. New Day cheated. Yeah. So they still all look strong going into this Elimination Chamber match. Mm-hmm. Which I, I forgot to even mention this during the pay-per-view for during payback, but I can't get over how Curtis Axel looks. Yeah, he looks pretty funny. Like, that looks like Hogan. It's uncanny, almost. It's, yeah. He looks, I mean, it's in better shape than Hogan ever was, so... That's true. He may not be as built up, but <laughs> give somebody some juice, they'll milk a cow. That mean is, is that is that what they say? Yeah, that's an old old time saying. If you give somebody oh. some juice, they'll milk the milk a cow. Okay. <laughs> but uh, backstage, we moved on to that and saw Renee Young interviewing Bo Dallas. She asked him about why he attacked Neville, and he said that he's trying to make Neville stronger. He told this long story about. How he found a baby bird one time, and the or something baby bird was had an injured wing, and he nursed it back to health. So that's what he's trying to do with Neville. So I guess okay from NXT, we're this. I, I mean, I, what are your thoughts about an NXT or not an NXT feud? A feud that happened on NXT, that being Bo Dallas and and Neville. Damn it. What do you think about a Neville and Bo Dallas feud? I'm I'm fine with it. I mean, yeah, I mean it, it gives kind of more relevance to Bo Dallas, and there's only so much you can do with Neville right now because he's growing, he's gaining momentum so quickly, where he's really forcing the hand of WWE to use him in a lot of big spots. And so that's I, like I, that's the thing. Come Money in the Bank, I find it very difficult to believe that he won't be put in a Money in the Bank match. That's the thing. I, I think he will be. So I'm I'm assuming we'll see something like uh, Roman Reigns, um, Neville. I'm assuming at this point, I'm assuming Bo Dallas could make it into that match. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would be surprised if they didn't take advantage and use him in this. Uh, and it's it's that. it's crazy how much like. Back on NXT, or even after after Bo Dallas officially debuted on the main roster when he was feuding with uh, Bad News Barrett, or probably Wade Barrett at the time, but like everyone was like, oh, Bo Dallas sucks, he can't wrestle, it's awful, there's no personality, blah, blah, blah. It just completely like 180. Nah. And I'm, I'm on board with Bo Dallas. Now. I'm so happy that we're the only people that say 180. Is that a joke? No, and because a lot of people say 360. Like, a lot of people will be like, oh, yeah, no, they did a complete 360. I mean, you could do a complete 360. Yeah, but you end up at the same spot that you were in. Yeah, well. But you still... Really? What? Vince is tweeting about that Keith Abikirky guy. Is he? Yeah. What did he he say? Do you think this guy is tough enough? And posted the YouTube link. I think I need to respond to him and be like, hire us for your social media team because your social media team doesn't get the job done correctly. Yeah. 
I hate that. I really hate that. You're getting paid one one job to oversee social media, and there's spelling errors all the time. Grammar. Incorrect people tagged. Like how? Imagine you having a, a similar uh, a similar Twitter handle to somebody on the WWE roster, and you're just sitting there one day, and all of a sudden WWE check mark verified account and everything. This person versus Finn Balor at the next paper. What? I just yeah. got a tweet from WWE saying I'm booked. <laughs> Not even like I know obviously. Okay. What happens if you showed up? I'd be like, but you guys said I was in this match. They're like, uh, 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 you got proof? I'm like, yeah, I screen capped it. I put it on a mat and everything. It's I not photoshopped. I, yeah, I was like, Vince, whoever signed, can you sign this? Yeah. I'm booked in a match on NXT. That's fantastic. I can't believe how old Vince McMahon is looking too now. Uh, is he? Yeah, know. he's looking old. All right, so moving but, on. But come on, not as old as Shane, huh? Uh, who, who looks like they aged more? Vince. Boy Wonder or Vince McMahon? Come on, I, I don't think Vince, so. I don't I know, man. Vince is looking very old. I mean, we haven't seen Shane O'Mac in a while, but the picture that we saw last time blew me away. That was, I couldn't believe that. Nah. Speaking of believing that, Dean Ambrose defeated Bray Wyatt. Uh, just like Monday Night Raw, J&J Security got involved in this match. Joey Mercury distracted the referee again, and Jamie Noble went to push Dean Ambrose off the top rope, but he landed on his feet. And Bray Wyatt went to hit him with Sister Abigail, but he reversed out of it. And uh, that was it. Seth Rollins came out. So did Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns took out J&J Security. Seth Rollins ran off, and uh, Jamie Noble got into the ring. Dean Ambrose hit him. Roman Reigns hit Bray Wyatt with that Superman punch while the match was still going on behind the referee's back. Dean Ambrose hit Dirty Deeds and won the match. So it seems to be that, that like outsmarting Seth Rollins thing with Dean Ambrose coming, coming into play here. Yeah, that's a true story. Um, anything else that you would like to uh, touch on? Any outside-the-ring news? I just wanted to say suck it to dirt sheet reporters and news sites. For Stone Cold Steve Austin, will be hosting a podcast live on the WWE Network on June 1st, immediately following Monday Night Raw, with special guest Paul Heyman, which mm -hmm. should be a very fun podcast to listen to, or to watch, I guess, in that yeah. sense, because we know their history. Mm -hmm. And I guess suck it to Dirt Sheet Reporters as of now. Hopefully they get what's coming to sites. them. Well, the whole thing is there was a huge report, breaking news. Facebook News even covered it. I saw that. That TNA had been canceled, according to the internet. And that days before TNA announced that they will be moving to Wednesdays starting June 3rd, um that Destination America had already canceled it. Yeah, but, I mean, Dave Meltzer reported this on his little dirt sheet, and now you have everyone, like, you have people like Billy Corgan, uh, who was just, um, he, he just got some sort of, I mean, I think He's he just got some sort of... Head of creative or something. And yeah, something he else. got some sort of a, uh, a deal with TNA, and he just like signed on recently, so there's really no 
Uh, uh, if TNA wasn't doing something, they wouldn't have brought on Billy Corgan. That's not, and Billy that's Corgan, not true, though. Paul Heyman tried to bring Billy Corgan in. He just asked for a ton of more money. When ECW was folding? Yeah, but... but oh. He tried to get Corgan to buy... To give him like $20 million or some outrageous number. And Billy's like, Paul, what am I getting out of this? I'm giving you this amount of money. I'm not... Your company's not worth this money. Yeah. Um... I don't know. I and then Billy Corrigan's writing to uh, Dave Meltzer, pretty much bam roasted, um, and I hope that they really do press some sort of. But that's the thing. TNA went ahead and they said the rumors that have been circulating are untrue, and if needed, we will take legal action against against the sources who said this. Yeah. They still did not deny that they have been canceled. I don't think they have. You're not saying that you're. It's it's like saying it's it's, it's, you don't acknowledge rumors, especially if you're. If it's a huge rumor that picks up huge steam all over the internet, all over the news sites, and all over like actual news sites. I don't know. Would would Fox would Fox ever do something like that? Yeah, they have to. You can't not. You can't not address a rumor. I don't know. I, I hope that it's not canceled. I yeah, hope and that... And I do too. And I hope... And, and people who are like, oh, TNA's canceled. They suck. Like, hallelujah. That's not the right mindset. Look at how many people are going to be out of jobs. Right. And even... But even without that... Well, first of all, TNA, I think they announced their first house show since, since 2014. So hopefully they're not canceled. But... And they announced that they were going back to the UK. Yeah, but um, with with addressing the rumor, they could have been like, "Oh, we like behind the scenes, we are we are canceled. Like we are canceled. We know we're canceled." All right, I I, uh, I understand where you. No, no, but like we're they're saying like, "Oh, we are canceled. We're not canceled by this date, though." That I, that could be within that. Oh, rumors are circulating that are untrue. The rumor that they're canceled on this date could in fact be that they're canceled on another date or whatever. Yeah. So that by them not saying that we're not canceled by destination, not saying anything, I feel like it's not, I feel like you need to speak up. You need to stand by your company even. Yeah. Like how are you going to half ass dress in a a rumor? That's not, that's not how you do it. If you're going to address a rumor, fully address it. You're not going to say, Oh, I was watching this television program last night. It was about this. It was about that. But never say the title. Mm-hmm. If I mean, that's not really that great of a comparison. But I mean, that's, yeah. that's my feeling at least. I don't know. Um, I just hope that the rumors are false. And, and like I said, TNA, there are there are things in TNA that are really good. There are, there are the wrestlers. only thing I care about it, the only honestly, I don't watch it. I don't care for the storylines. I don't care for right, you, you the matches. Us, you told us this on episode two twenty one. But I, I just, but I do care that wrestlers will be out of the job. I mean, there's going to be a lot of people. I mean, yeah, given a lot of them do have second jobs while working for TNA, which also sucks that they have to do. that. I mean, but that's. I mean, people. It's TNA is just an independent company. Yeah, with TV. Real, realistically, with with national television, so that's yeah. But realistically, it's just independent promotion, just as Lucha Underground is an independent promotion. 
Ring of Honor is an independent promotion. The only thing that's not an independent promotion is the WWE. Yeah, but how not? Uh, what, what, what are you What are you basing it off of? I really I don't understand. I don't know. <laughs> I really I don't know. How like you, TNA it, has everything WWE has except less money, less less less. Um, but they don't they don't have the fan base for as long as they have. WWE is established. Yeah, TNA WWE, is actually established. WWE goes back to like the fifties. Yeah, TNA but I, I just only goes back to two thousand two. And Ring of Honor goes back before that. Uh, Ring of Honor started before TNA, I think. So I, I just think that TNA is an independent promotion and nothing more than that. Yeah. So, all right. So, uh... They, you mentioned that they have uh, open tryouts here? No, they have... Oh, yeah, they have uh, tryouts coming up. Do you remember who they were? Chuck Taylor, I remember, is going to... Probably be giving a tryout or something. Um, Chuck Taylor, Gulak, uh, Buf- uh, Biff Busick. I forgot who else you, you told me. Should be interesting. Although it'll suck if, if Chuck Taylor gets signed and Trent's not there. Well, I mean, I, not that it would suck. It no, would I don't want to see. I, I do not want to see Trent back in WWE. I want to see Trent back 100%. in WWE being used, though. I don't at all. I want to see him with Ring of Honor, PWG, and uh, and New Japan. But that's the thing. Like you say that about same thing with like Hawkins or Brian Myers. Yeah, I, was, I, I still think I, I still want to see Myers with New Japan. Right, but like that's also the thing. If I could choose between seeing them in WWE or like seeing them being used at a level we want to see them being used at with people they should be up there with. Then yeah, I would choose WWE. But, but then you have to think realistically. Right, absolutely. I mean, and realistically, will WWE use them up to their ability or use them right. with some of their ability and then let it right. go? Because look at like Kalisto, they're using him to his full capacity. But I have but to then, give you. I have hold to, on. No, I hold on. But then you, you have before you say. hold on. Hold on. But then you have someone like Solomon Crow. Who you know what his potential and ability is, and they're using only some of it. Yeah, but that I mean, that's still there's a lot of people on that NXT roster. So, that what is there like, more? Say that again. Is there more to that or no? Like, there's a lot of people on that NXT roster where, yeah, Kalisto was being used when he was on NXT, and now he's graduated to the main roster. There's still other people on the NXT roster that are being used. In yeah. that way. So you have to just give it time with some people. I, I just can't see Trent being used properly. What I was I, what I was gonna say with the example of being used properly, not that it wasn't properly back then, but a guy like Sandow it, when he first debuted back in like two thousand four. Aaron Stevens or yeah, Stephen Idol, whatever. Idol Stevens. Idol Stevens came yeah. up to the main roster. Didn't quite work for WWE. Went back down to developmental for years. Wasn't he released? I don't know if he was released, but... I think he was released and then re-signed. So even with that, it's he's gone for years. Came back. But even, Sandow, hottest thing everyone's talking about. But he also has a different uh, physique compared to Trent. Yeah, but that's still something that... I, I think I Trent... I, I don't think Trent in his physique... 
I mean, I, I don't think the same thing with what, Chuck what, Taylor. What about a guy like Ethan Carter? Ethan Carter or or uh, oh, Ethan Derek Carter. Add, add him to that uh, that roster that we named earlier with the NXT. If he leaves TNA, I would love to see him actually be used. Um, so what what's holding you back differently from from with Trent? From, yeah, I don't think that Trent has the. Well, I think Ethan's better on Mike. Uh, and Trent, I just see doing more in the independence and in uh, Japan. Well, I can't see him doing that much in WWE. Ethan Carter, I could see doing more in WWE than on the independent scene. Or, like, I don't yeah, know if I, I'm No, thinking. I get it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I, I, yeah, I understand that. Like, I mean, Adam Cole, I question. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love to see him get the chance to see how he does turn out in WWE. But I don't. I'm borderline with how, where I stand with that. Like, if he's actually going to be WWE material, or if he's uh, indie, because I mean, yeah, NXT is becoming more independent and whatever. Like, as the it's kind of their super focus, indie. it's super it, it really indie. it is. That's what I mean. They're focusing on because that sells right now. That's what a lot of people, a lot of marks, a lot of wrestling fans want to tune in. WWE NXT is more for the uh, the newer fan, not really for old, old, um, older fans, like ones that have been that, that are in their fifties and above or whatever, like the longtime wrestling fans. I feel like they can't really get into the NXT product too much. We've seen old people at wrestling shows, though. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. There's tons of independent wrestling fans that are old. Doesn't seem like it to me. I could seem like in their twenties. I mean, majority, 30s. but there's definitely a bunch out there. But I think NXT is the selling point with the indies. But even still, Adam Cole. I mean, I don't know. I question it. There's a big difference on in my mind as succeeding on independent and WWE. I feel like there's just two different worlds, and you have to be really realistic in someone's ability. Where they'll benefit the most, yeah, and make more of an impact. But moving on from that, Josh Matthews commenting on WWE. I guess uh, we should. I don't know. What else do you want to? Should we move on to our list? Yeah. Sure. What do you think of Josh Matthews speaking out about WWE so much? But what does he say? I don't know. Like now he tweeted out saying, "How did the how did the WWE NXT announcers know who Samoa Joe was if we are obscurity in their world? Sick of hypocrisy." Right, I mean, because Josh Matthews knew who Sherry Bomb was, but didn't know Mia Yim. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. Thanks, he Josh. Completely, he completely did nothing for that right. for me, Yim, or no, Marty Bell. No disrespect to Josh at all, but kettle calling something, however that saying goes. Bah. Did you just bah? <laughs> no, bah, bah. I don't know. <laughs> did I? You just did it again. What the heck? Um, so, moving I, on. I, I, just, no? I just feel like he's... I, don't, I, I, I was always a fan of Josh Matthews. I'm not. I feel like the kid has an attitude. The kid is older than you. Is he? <laughs> he has to be, David. I don't think he's that much the older. Kid, the kid was your age when he was on Tough Enough. How old is he? 30? 30, 30, he got four years on me. 
But how old is he? 35? 34? I don't know. I, I feel like he's not really that... I mean, he's not a... I don't, in my eyes, he's not a veteran. And I feel like to take shots at WWE... How is he not a veteran, though? He's been, He's been doing this since... 2000. I don't know. I just think it's stupid for him to take swipes at WWE. Yeah, well, whatever. You got to do what you got to do. You do. I mean, nobody knows why anyone does anything. Some people don't. But moving on to the list that I brought up, right? Yes, the list. In honor of David, David Letterman, Letterman, his uh, his last last ever show aired this week. The Late Show with David Letterman. Was Wait, it? Yeah. Did it already air? Yeah. Which episode Are you was kidding it? Kidding me? It was the last episode. Oh, okay. Which is it's funny that he, they they played a clip on his show and everyone was talking like they played different like news outlets uh-huh. talking about oh the last ever show of the Tonight Show with David Letterman or whatever they would say, and the show was wrong. It was it's late show, or they would say late night. I think late night with David Letterman, which isn't hasn't been late night in years, so or ever. Uh-huh. I don't know. Who was his last guest? His last guest ever was the the day before the last episode. It was Bill, it was Bill Murray. Okay, where he popped out of the cake. Yeah, because Bill Murray was his first guest ever. Really? Yeah. Huh. Try, try hard. Try to not mark out for that. Jesus. That's that's awesome. Yeah, but then on the last episode, he had a bunch of celebrities come out read a top ten list. So huh. in, in honor of David Letterman, we will read our own top top ten list. Of uh, professional wrestling rumors that are fake. We do not want to get sued. <laughs> we don't want to get sued. Rumors are rumors, dude. <laughs> we are not getting sued over this, <laughs> dude. If there's anything on our list that could be us getting sued from, there's no way. <laughs> you, you can you can kick it off with a. Uh... We are not. We are not saying any of these are true. We are not Dave Meltering you, and that isn't forms of suing us so now, now what if Dave Meltzer sues you? Yeah. yeah, right? We respect your opinion. but Use my name as an adjective. Yeah. Or as a verb, sorry. <laughs> All right, so how do you how do they intro it? I don't know, and I'm top 10 it, it's, list. It's, of, intro it to me. I already it introed it. Do it again. Top 10 list of uh, untrue wrestling rumors. Number 10. Global Force Wrestling announces the signing of Fake Diesel, Fake Razor Ramon, and Juan Cena. Number nine, if you play WrestleMania 1 in reverse, it syncs up perfectly with Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. Number eight, Mark Merrow and Sable never actually got divorced and are working Brock Lesnar the entire time. Number seven, the original Internet Championship now hangs in the Smithsonian. Number six, Andy Kaufman found living in Titan Towers, still open for a female challenge. Number five, Cameron is also Ric Flair's daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number four. WWE Studios to remake The Odd Couple starring Pat Patterson and Gerald Briscoe. And they're, how are they going to remake uh, like the movie or the television show? The TV show? <laughs> they're going to remake Matthew Perry's show? Yes. Number three, Elmo really didn't enjoy working with Sonny. 
Number two, Vince McMahon visited New Japan Pro Wrestling and Okada spoke up and asked Vince a question and Vince replied, that's a great question, Tajiri. That needs explaining. <laughs> I no, can't no, keep on going. Number one. Dude, come on. You well, have to. have to. Finish the list. Number one, and of course, at number one, David Letterman has purchased Monday Night Raw from Vince McMahon. No? <laughs> like Donald Trump did? Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yes, no, that wasn't that was Mickey Mouse. I was doing the, the Letterman, yeah. that awkward Letterman where he goes, eh. <laughs> and like puts his tongue between his teeth. But that need number two needs explaining. Oh, because of the uh, what what happened? Hawkins. Hawkins had a shoot interview or whatever, and told a story about how it was during the Great American Bash pay per view, mm-hmm. and. For whatever reason, Michael Tarver was on the road with them. He hadn't debuted until like two years after that with Nexus and NXT and everything. But for whatever reason, he was on the road at that point. And they had a huge company meeting. Vince McMahon was up speaking to the whole roster, crew and everything. And Michael Tarver raises his hand, asks him a question, and Vince McMahon goes... That's a that's a good point, Shelton. And everyone was laughing. Nobody had any clue. Vince McMahon had no clue why everyone was laughing. Or so, that's that's the story behind. Yeah. So yeah. Vince could go to New Japan Pro Wrestling and pretty much respond. That's a great question, Tajiri, to anyone. Yes. Um. So that is our top ten list. Hopefully, you enjoyed it and got a kick out of any of them. Yeah, do you have a top ten list, or do you have any? Uh... Do you have a top ten list of of untrue rumors of professional wrestling? Yeah, uh, Facebook it, Facebook comment it to us, or email Yerple. it to us, or comment it. Yerple wasn't really a clown. No? That's just sad, and yeah. depressing. Why would you say that? She was actually a chef from catering. <laughs> it's a damn, uh... it's a damn shame we couldn't find her. We couldn't track her down. We did have that phone number. Yeah, but it's a damn shame like nothing ever further happened from that. Yeah. Um, back when we were the bookers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious, though. I think if you guys are listening or, and women, uh, submit your top ten list or submit one untrue rumor that you think is really funny. We'll read it on the air, give you credit and all that fun stuff. Yeah, you guys could even hashtag untrue rumors if you want yeah, to tweet it to us. Yeah, if you're going to tweet us. it to us. Tweet it, Facebook, facebook.com slash out. Uh, email us. Anything else? Any other – I feel like there were so many outside the ring news that you mentioned to me that we didn't no, – I didn't, I didn't mention more than that. Yeah, you, you sure? You sure? Yeah. You, shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Thank you to the following people for promoting us during the week of professional wrestling. Make sure you go follow Mr. John Faust. Reverse NM Saj and Jasmine. Eric at Montreal Broski. Uh B Mont to B at NYWC underscore sign guy. I just I just wanted to cut you off right there for a quick second and say that was some weird stuff with them being in Albany. They Wait. were the way they were pronouncing Albany. Albany? Yeah, Renee Young and Kevin Owens were saying Al Albany. Albany? Yeah, I was like, what? Like, 
have I been saying Albany wrong? No, it's Albany. But I guess somebody pointed out they they're so used to saying Alberta. Albany? Yeah, Albany? so Albany. Huh. So. Uh-huh. That yeah. makes sense. That uh, makes maybe, sense. maybe. I don't know if that's legit. But. No, it makes sense. It makes sense. Um, make sure you go check out Dynasty Pro Wrestling. Uh, they have Mall Brawl, Mall, Mall Brawl coming up on May 30th at the Rotterdam Square Mall. You're going to be seeing Larry Zbysko, Coco Beware, both WWE Hall of Famers. You'll see Chuck D, Vox Vineyard, Vic Delicious, Sammy Pandora, and a ton more. So go visit DynastyProWrestling.com. And you can also check them out on Twitter at DynastyPro1. Also check out Sanctuary Pro Wrestling over in Hazleton, Pennsylvania on May 31st. Uh, bell time. Doors open at 5 p.m. Tickets are only $10. You're going to be seen. The Sanctuary Champion, King Atu, take it on Molson. And you'll also be seeing TDS taking on Bobby Wayward. Make sure you go check out this event. You do not want to miss it. It is awesome to be you get to witness pro wrestling in a in a sanctuary. Um beautiful, yeah, beautiful it, venue. Yeah, beautiful. I, I haven't been there. Brandon has been there. I've only seen pictures. It looks amazing. They're really renovating the place, and it looks fantastic. So you want to go check them out, SanctuaryWrestling.com. And you can also go check that check them out on Twitter, at uh, SanctuaryPATV. And um, I believe that this event will be free on YouTube. So we will t- tweet out a link to their uh, event once it's uploaded. They usually do have live feeds on, on uh, t- YouTube that you could watch on Sunday. So it's definitely awesome and go support them. Um, also, May 29th, NYWC presents She's a Wow, Woman of Wrestling. Uh, 8 p.m. bell time, NYWC Sportatorium in Deer Park, New York. Ton of wrestlers announced so far. The big match that will be taking place is the Starlet Champion, Sammy Pickles, will be taking on the returning Brittany Savage. So you definitely want to check that out. You're going to see a ton more female of the best female wrestlers on the indie scene, ranging from Chrissy Rivera to Brooke Danielle. Go check them out. Also, on May 30th, you're going to be seeing... Well, you're not going to be seen, but you should be seen. NYWC presents. What does that mean? Fusion. Well, I mean, I'm, I said like you're going to be seen as if they will definitely be seeing it, but they have the choice not to see it, but they really should see it. <laughs> uh, NYWC presents Fusion, 7 p.m. bell time, NYWC Sportatorium, Deer Park, New York. Tickets $25 for the front row, $20 general admission. You'll be seeing a pub crawl brawl. JT Casing versus Braden Knight, the heavyweight champion Big O defending his championship against Stockade. You'll also be having a fusion tournament um, where you're going to be seeing J-Ro taking on Joe Gacy and Tony Mamaluke taking on Black G's. You got Anthony Lercera versus Apollyon and a ton more. They just announced that the tag team champions Milk Chocolate will be defending against Flawless and Lawless. So make sure you're going to go check them out, nywcwrestling.com, uh, Deer Park, New York, on May 30th. Uh, 
I guess you know, it's it. You know, it's funny. I did have other outside-the-ring news that I kind of forgot about. Oh, yeah? Might as well speak up now. Not really outside-the-ring news, but I guess it is. But Total Divas will be returning with uh, on what they'll they'll be airing on Tuesdays. Was it Tuesdays? I think Tuesdays now. You're asking the wrong person. Yeah, no, I think it airs. It's going to be airing so like where where Tough Enough airs on the USA Network, and then right after Tough Enough ends, the Total Divas will air. So I think it's a, a good move to I think Tuesday nights because it, it no longer is going to clash with a pay per view. Yeah. That I always hated how like there'd be a WWE pay-per-view and Total Divas is also on. Yeah. It's so. I, I always think it's weird where pay-per-views overlap with Total Divas. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't think it's a smart move. The cast has been changed. Okay. So list them. I'm not going to list them, but it's time okay, to say don't. girl bye to Cameron. Woohoo! Yeah. Well, actually, no. She, I like watching her. She I was entertaining. Not. I thought Vinny was entertaining. She was not. I don't know. The first season, I couldn't, I couldn't stand her. But then I started thinking that she was very entertaining. I don't know. Whatever happened to them? I thought they were supposed to be rumored to be the next wedding on Total Divas. I don't recall. Um, also, another any further with that? No, no, that's it. I guess further outside the ring news. Adam Pierce is officially signed with the WWE. Uh, he is hanging up the wrestling boots, though, and I think he's signed on to be a trainer at NXT. Now, if you're a trainer in NXT, can you officially hang up your wrestling boots? I guess not. I guess not. But, I mean, back in December, he has tweeted out his boots hanging up. Well, right, yeah, I so mean, he, yes. Not going to be actually in wrestling matches, or at least for not, all we not, know. not to us, probably. Yeah. 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 So, Brandon. Do you have any shout-outs? Hey, Vatos! Brandon, shout-out! I know we spoke about it earlier, but the first shout-out goes to Avengers Age of Ultron. Uh, the movie was awesome, like many of the other Marvel movies. Um, it's I, I like the fighting sequences. It's cool because most of the times, I feel like, they throw wrestling moves. And it's like, I feel like when I'm in the theater, I'm the only person who, like, who marks out for it. Like uh-huh. Captain America, I'm almost certain, hit a pretty nice front drop kick in this film. Uh-huh. So it's like, oh, I, like I want to turn to everybody that I'm sitting with, but they don't care about wrestling, so. Yeah. They're like a front drop kick. He looks like he just kicked him. It's like, screw you. That was a front drop kick. Yeah. But speaking of awesome wrestling moves, Taylor Swift <laughs> debuted her new music video for Bad Blood, and within like the first 10 seconds of it, she hits... A flying Majorana, which is what it was called in WWE 13, but I'm not sure what it's called now in the newer games. It's like that move that Sin Cara would do, where he would like flip over and then. I think Jeff Hardy does it too. I almost want to say yes, he does as well. Yeah, but uh, I don't know why my phone keeps on going off. I have it on mute. Do you? Yeah, because it doesn't appear that way. You got a broken phone then. But uh, oh, my side effects are on high. My bad. <laughs> I, I, but just to backtrack to that, I, I don't think it was actually Taylor Swift doing that. Obviously, it was probably a stunt woman. But I'm, I'm not a fan of the music video. I, well, I was gonna say shout out to the Bad Blood music video. So, why, why didn't you, I was oh. gonna say shout out to it. But why didn't you like it? 
I didn't like the addition of the rapper. I thought it was. I, I thought, thought it, that I, it kind of dragged on. I don't know. I thought it was. It was nice. Uh, I I like Taylor for who she is. She's got you got to see Taylor Swift looking like Becky Lynch there, at the end with the red hair. Yeah. But uh, and then my last shout out is for WWE Swerved. It's a show coming to the WWE Network in June, and it's uh, like it's like a prank show. Looks pretty funny. Uh, they showed clips of it during the pay per view, and I think during Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, I, I think that their current lineup. I think who did they. They have the people that do Jackass, uh, I, I, that I, production company. Is that them doing it? I, I believe so. I think that they signed with that it's, production it's company. Knoxville. Yeah, whatever. Dickhouse. Yeah. I think it's Dickhouse. Ironic, huh? Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, they showed a clip of, uh, I guess they were pranking Ziggler, and then Ziggler became the prankee where they would have them sitting on a chair, and I guess the chair would like move or buzz or something. They showed Zack Ryder getting scared. It was hilarious. So definitely go go ahead and check that out. But now it's time for our, our mark out moment of the week. That's right, our mark out moment of the week. Typically, I know everybody is going to pick Samoa Joe entering WWE's NXT with his name so, and everything. So we'll, we'll pick that one for all of the listeners. But David, I know David had a very important one of his own. That I did. Brandon, would you like to tell what it was? No, I think you wanted to introduce yours because I had my own, but you wanted, you were like, oh, I have this great markout moment of the week and everything, and you're, and you're not, like, I just want to save it. I'm not going to tell you what it is until we, we actually get on the show. Yeah, record. but then, then, then I messaged you on Facebook and I told you what it was. So you could just, no, no, you didn't. You didn't remember. You were like, oh, it was this, but then, like, no, I changed it. I, I just want to. I don't. I, I just want to shock and surprise everybody. So, so ladies and gentlemen, David's mark out moment of the week, is... as presented by Brandon. <laughs> I don't think so. It's it's going to be your mark out moment of the week here. Yeah, as presented by Brandon. No. no. So, what what was my mark out moment of the week? Uh, you were driving back up to school. Yeah. And you were listening to the radio. Mm-hmm. And you heard somebody mention triple A. But you you got really excited. You thought they were talking about Mexican wrestling, but it was just the company. Yeah, Triple A. Yeah, I almost swerved off the off the road. <laughs> it was pretty. It was wild. Um, I, I really thought I was driving. And I found a radio station that was talking pro wrestling, and unfortunately, no. So, Brandon, what was yours? Uh, the cast of Entourage was announced as guest hosts for Monday Night Raw this coming week in, uh, Nassau Coliseum, so I've been a huge fan of Entourage from the start. We've had entourage in my house. That we have. You, you're the ones that got me hooked on it. Yeah, so whether you're a fan or not, I'm super excited that they're, they're gonna be there. It's, no. it's, it's, uh, I mean... Their worker names, I guess you'd say. E Turtle and Drama, uh, Drama and Vinny Chase. So it, it uh. sucks. It sucks that Ari Gold won't be there since the last time that we saw Jeremy Piven on WWE television. Dude hit a super fine crossbody off the top rope. Except he couldn't remember SummerSlam. 
I didn't? No, no. Piven. He said, not SummerSlam. He said, like, Super... Super Slam? I yeah, don't know. Some, yeah, he said something. <laughs> but whatever. Regardless, that's now, I think, three. That's like, yeah. That I'm super pumped for that. So hopefully they'll they'll do something fun with them and they'll be out in the arena so I could take some pictures, which sounds really weird, but... Yeah, paparazzi, branded. Yeah, I'll turn it. I'm gonna start recording, and then all of a sudden, something else is gonna happen to the left of me. And then you'll submit the video to WWE, and they'll air it like, "Oh my God, this fan broke this news!" Like, screw you, screw you, WWE. I hate when you <laughs> insult my intelligence. But that was our show this week. Thank you to everyone that tuned in. Thank you to everyone that tunes in in the future. Thank you to our musical interlude. Thank you. Yes, Katie Carson. You could follow her again at Katie Carmen. Uh, if you're ever in the Newport, Kentucky area, uh, there's a bar down there called Bourbon and Broad. Uh, I believe she performs there like every Thursday. So, yeah, as you as you heard, very talented. So go check her out. Go support her. Yeah, and uh, you can follow me on Twitter at bttg161. You can follow Dave on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore mo. And you, make sure that if you're going to be celebrating Memorial Day, well, I was, do not drink and drive. I was going to say you could follow us at Marking Out. Yeah. And then I was going to say... Okay, then you were going to throw that in there. Well, I was going to mention Memorial Day and how... I mean, it's, it's for all, everybody, all the service men and women of America. Mm-hmm. So, thank, uh, you, thank you to all the service men and women of America who helped yeah. keep our country safe. Thank you for protecting us and our country. Yes, um, and enjoy your Memorial Day weekend and Memorial Memorial Day in general. Yeah, just make sure, please, do not drink and drive. Have a designated driver. Call a cab. But whatever you do, do not drink and drive. Please. And? We wish you. Oh, Facebook.com slash marking out. Big well. Oh, of course. Yeah. Best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a fantastic week.